0: Leia. Leia. Leia! What? Danger zone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh. Uh, it hurts. (laughs) It really does. Today's date is December 25th, 2017. Hello and welcome to a Hit the Books review of Star Wars The Last Jedi
1: Christmas Edition.
0: (laughs) We waited till Christmas because I went to see it with my brother. He's a big Star Wars fan for Christmas instead of when it premiered. Emery saw it a little bit earlier. If you are not familiar with the Hit the Books reviews, basically, Emery and I give you a spoiler-free review. Try to keep it brief. Uh, at the beginning, and then we give you an explicit spoiler warning, and we go right into it. We have a lot, and I mean a lot, of things to talk about.
1: Yes, we, we have do. have probably
0: 10 pages of notes I made today.
1: Oh, not nearly
0: <laughs> enough. And um, you know what? You really got to stick around. If you're a Star Wars fan, I—
1: yeah. If you're a Star Wars fan, we are probably going to bring up a lot of things that you probably noticed don't make sense.
0: Yeah. And I feel and like... they're everywhere. Let's just get into the spoiler-free part. All yep. right. There's... I think this movie is obviously divisive for a lot of people. I think there's a false kind of narrative being put out there that, oh, the problem is that people don't like them taking risks and doing something a little different that is not the problem with this movie at all the real problem with this movie is everything else i would say the stuff where they took risks on were actually the best parts of the movie everything else (laughs) Uh, another
1: thing to bring up is that there has been some talk about um there's been some fishy stuff going on with rotten tomatoes Uh, specifically in how there have been reports of people making uh, dummy accounts in order to further degrade the score of this movie
0: now this doesn't surprise me because disney has also been caught in previous instances where they basically bullied reviewers into giving their movies great ratings sometimes warranted sometimes not but Basically, if you give them a bad rating, what they would do is they would bar you from any kind of premieres. They would remove your press passes for the events and stuff like that. Yeah, and they would make sure that you couldn't release a review of the movie. Uh, basically, and saying
1: that we we don't want your opinion.
0: Which, if you're employed by a news company and you can't review Disney movies or something, you're basically out of a job because <laughs> that's much. like ninety percent of what people pay attention to in reviews nowadays. So, yeah, they were they got called out on it. They said. Sorry, I guess, but they didn't fix it. No, not even <laughs> so, a little. So, this is the first like kind of fishy Disney thing. And, you know, to their credit, they'll probably get people in seats because A, this is Star Wars, and B, By default, they're so yeah, big. Yeah. You know, what are you going to do? It, it's um, Star
1: Wars and Disney, two of the biggest things in entertainment history.
0: If you haven't picked up on it already, Emery and I did not like this movie. There are so many problems with this movie. And it is, <laughs> not only is it problematic, but it is so long. Yeah. There is easily an hour of this movie that could have been cut and had no impact on the final narrative, no impact on the enjoyability probably would have made it significantly better and more bearable. And I would have been far more forgiving. It just, this movie just hurts. Uh, just to give you like a brief preparation, the first, half of this movie alone is enough to throw this movie away. Oh yeah. The second half has sig- a handful of like, wow moments that, that kind of make you forget for a few seconds that it's a bad movie Yeah. because you're like, Oh, that's what star Wars is. That's what star Wars can be. And then they immediately go re- right back re- remind to the you, you of think. why you're angry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't and, know how they managed that, but they did like um,
1: amazingly.
0: I would not say this is prequel level bad, I, and to be fair, I do like some a lot of aspects about the prequels, specifically in Phantom Menace. I like Darth Maul. I like the pod racing. I like Qui-Gon Jinn. I like Obi-Wan. I like Ewan McGregor throughout the series. I do like that... Uh, Guys like Yoda and Samuel Jackson got to be badasses briefly. You still like a Jar Jar Binks? No, I'm not like a Jar Jar Binks. (laughs) Unless he's a Sith Lord in disguise. (laughs) (laughs) That fan theory is the best. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I like the first two original movies a lot. Hate the third one. And I know some people are very forgiving because, hey, it's the old one. So because it's the old one, it's a good one. No, fuck you. <laughs> it's the same reason why Dark Knight Rises is a bad movie. Oh, uh, yeah. It, yeah. Is it better than what we have now? Yes. Is it a good movie? No. <laughs> um, I love Rogue One is probably my favorite one. Rogue One addressed a lot of cool things that I love about the series and made the world seem bigger. Yeah. Where this movie makes the world seem much smaller. Which is sad because it's a main canon film, not uh, just a main canon film. It's a main canon film in a series called
1: Star Wars. Yeah,
0: and i i I liked um, the Force Awakens, the predecessor to this. I enjoyed it. It get, had a lot of goosebump moments, but it, again, it was criticized for being kind of formulaic and basically copying uh, the, w- the yeah, original four. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember the subtitle now. Yeah. Uh, You fucking nerds. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Fucking nerds. (laughs) But um
1: This movie gives you nerds a bad name.
0: But it set up a a clear direction for a universe that could go anywhere. And Brian Johnson with this movie pick the worst possible direction. They probably could have chosen. And not that the the things that they did to go in this direction were bad. It's how they did it like everything surrounding the events that they made key plot points you know um but we'll get into it spoilers anything to add to that Uh, agree disagree
1: I, i think uh what this movie does is everyone went into this movie with some kind of expectation and this movie continually over the course of the two and a half hour runtime says fuck that every (laughs) chance it fucking gets yeah if you wanted something to happen prepare to either just be told to shut the fuck up or be told fuck you or to just straight have your heart broken
0: now if you did not like the george lucas enhancements of the dvd version of star wars into blu-ray also because for some reason Disney hasn't corrected it and gone back to the originals. Right. If you didn't like the enhancements that George Lucas did,
1: if you can come You that. are
0: really not going to like this movie. Mm-hmm. Most likely. I mean, there's a chance nostalgia will wash over you and you'll like it at, at first, but I guarantee you if you think about it for like a week or 2 weeks, it'll start to weigh down on you. And my my brother and my brother-in-law, both of them are huge Star Wars guys. They love Star Wars. Brother-in-law did not like it at all my brother who i went to see it with today um he he liked it at first (laughs) and we sat down and we were talking about it before we got ready for the review and everything and like the more we talked about it the more it weighed on him and I, i i think he still thinks it's a good movie just because the most important things he was worried about got taken care of or at least done in a way that was interesting to him yeah which again that's how disney strategically does these things they do a bunch of bullshit in the beginning in the middle and then at the end they leave you with some kind of feeling so you kind of forget and forgive what happened way earlier mostly because you can't remember what happened three hours ago (laughs) right so oh um thumbs up meh thumbs down i think for me it's a thumbs down for sure and this movie is like prequel level bad, but with slightly better actors. <laughs> there there are exceptions, but most of the cast is much better oh. when given time to shine. Yeah, and I think that's the only thing that makes this better than prequel movies.
1: In my opinion, between good, meh, and bad, I'm also gonna say pretty fucking bad
0: <laughs> how did i, I know
1: uh, i wonder it's because maybe you watched the movie <laughs> the, this movie was so nonsensical in its approach to one telling a story to justifying the existence of these characters at all and three trying to do anything with the expectations that were placed on you thanks to J.J. Abrams' uh, predecessor movie, The Force Awakens. This movie was directed, and seemingly, even though it's two and a half fucking hours long, it looked rushed. It looked rushed so fucking bad that I... Over the course of trying to come up with things to say about this movie, I have been making basically jokes that equate this movie to the room. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Johnson, a guy who has
0: real Star Wars movie. Yeah. No Mickey
1: Mouse. Okay. Maybe a little Mickey Mouse stuff. (laughs) Um, This Uh, Ryan Johnson is a decent director when he's working on his own material. When it comes to Looper looking at you. Yeah. Looper. Really good movie. Uh, he has a couple other good ones. Brick being like his breakout debut, which was really good. Um, the Brothers Bloom, a personal favorite of mine. I love Gentleman Thieves stories. Um, when he's given something this big, he, he very obviously tried to go out of his way to make this story as small as he possibly could. And that doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work for this story. Like, if anything, you are supposed to go bigger. Your expectations, the expectations that you meet and subsequently create for the next movie are supposed to be bigger. And yet, it's like he just tried to make it all about this, this one thing. Let's compress it. Let's compress it all down to this one thing, even though... If we're going to call the trilogy just an extended, really long movie, yeah, he tried to make a third act out of the second act.
0: <laughs> That's not what you do here, and yeah. it. And I it, feel like, yeah. for being feeling so rushed and being so goddamn long, not a whole lot happened. This this whole movie happens in the space of what, like twenty four hours, pretty right? much. Maybe forty eight if we're lucky, because uh, they say like they have so much. Oh yeah, the, this happens over the course not, of a not day. Not a spoiler. They have so much fuel. Yeah, and Th- this, hap- <laughs> this happens. This happens. Over... This entire movie happens over the course of like a day or two. Yeah, the... and that's and it's happening immediately after the last movie.
1: Yeah, and m- more than the spo- spoiler section. Yeah,
0: that'll be a big issue. So, yeah. Two uh, thumbs down from both of us. Oh yeah, very clear. Look, you're gonna see this movie
1: because it's Star Wars. My
0: recommendation: don't see it in theaters. Save Wait. yourself the trouble. Yeah. I mean, there's a handful of spoilers out there, but I don't think all any of them, except for one key spoiler, is a big deal. I think everything else that's spoiler ish is like, eh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Um. So try to avoid spoilers. Maybe see it, you know, on video or downloadable or whatever don't see this in theaters, if you you can avoid it. There are spectacle moments in it that make it worth the ticket price if you can get it cheap, but you're going to be so frustrated with this movie. (laughs) And if you do go see it in theaters, uh, have an audience (laughs) so you can uh, make fun of it with each other. Please. uh, Uh,
1: Take your friends who have already seen it, who already hate it, and have have them rip this movie apart because
0: it deserves it. Yeah, it really does. So, explicit warning, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We are getting into spoilers, Wee-woo. and a lot of them. If you have not seen this movie, I would say don't watch past this point until you have. Um, but Wee-woo. don't fe- don't feel pressured. <laughs> you know, there there's maybe three or four like big spoilers in the movie, and even they are all but one of them are kind of like eh, whatever. You kind of saw that coming. So, here we go. We will spoilers. First issue on the list, the opening plot hole. Okay, this movie is happening maybe a day, if not a week, maybe at most a month after the previous movie. It's not clear exactly how long, but it, it it's clear that it's not very long after, not at all. Uh <laughs> And somehow the the First Order knows where the command base for the Republic is. Remember, these are not rebels at this point. They are a Republic. They are an intergalactic Republic. They are basically the UN of space. The First Order has basically become a terrorist group of extremists that worship Darth Vader (laughs) and the former Emperor. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That's a big issue. Uh, They don't explain how they know where the command base is. They don't explain how... they got there so quickly. They don't explain how the uh, rebels slash republic <laughs> knew they were coming. Um,
1: we can't call them the republic. A republic would actually be competent.
0: <laughs> Which it will lead to something I'll discuss later. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, perhaps I missed something at the end of Force Awakens. Maybe. But I've been going through my mind as much as possible and looking at synopses online And nothing there suggests anything that would compromise them and show them where to go and definitely not compromise their entire fleet, which is apparently three ships now. They had three big ships for their entire fleet, apparently. Doesn't make sense. For the entire Republic, which lends uh, uh, another plot hole issue for the first movie how did they not know that they were making a planet-sized star killer base when they have an entire Republic fleet <laughs> going all around and they didn't have a spy that leaked it? They didn't have anything. It just this giant planet-sized object that nobody noticed, <laughs> harnessing enough power to kill, you know, four, five, six planets at the same time. It's unclear, but what's clear is we fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, there are so many plot holes just opening this movie. And basically this entire movie is about 24 to 48 hours of them floating away Uh. because of a, uh, light speed tracker, hyperspace tracker, which if they have had it this entire time, why didn't they use it way earlier? With the Starkiller base. Why, why didn't they? they use the Starkiller base, move it to the command center of the Republic, and blow it up? Problem solved.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, that so is a really big question. If they, they have that tech, <laughs> why are they still alive?
0: So they, It doesn't make sense. They either develop this technology and whatever short Over span of time. the course of a fucking
1: week, maybe. After
0: all their engineers just got blown the fuck up on Starkiller base. Yeah. Yeah or wait, what hold on or or <laughs> they have had it this entire time and just chosen not to use it for whatever reason
1: oh we've got them in our sights we're about to take them out this is their last chance wait we have a hyperspace tracker <laughs> we have a thing that can track them through the one thing that lets lets them get away how
0: have we not used this this entire time So, from the opening of the movie, there is a gigantic plot hole. Gigantic! It's huge! Where is the rest of the fucking... You could fly a fucking Millennium Falcon through it. Where is the rest of the fucking Republic's fleet? I mean, I know a lot died in the last movie, destroying Starkiller Base and all that stuff, but
1: it's an
0: entire intergalactic Republic. You only had, what, seven ships total? (laughs) Where the fuck are all these ships? Was this a, a republic of poor people? Is that what this was? Uh, next up, also near the opening of the movie, Bomb Gravity in Space. <laughs> now, this is just a movie thing. You can completely ignore it because yeah, we ignore it... a lot of space physics issues with Star Wars. But Yeah, it's a bit of a
1: minor gripe, but still. It was like the the whole deal with, oh, I need to kick the thing down in order for <laughs> it to like reach me so I can detonate everything. Wait. Uh, hold on. The
0: the bombs fall towards the ship with no propellant whatsoever. They just go. Yeah. And ma- I guess maybe you can do like the vacuum of space, suck the air down. That force pulled it in that direction. But <laughs> there's some uh, I, weird... I
1: would believe that if there was any kind of like sound to it, like if there was any kind of like sound of a vacuum. Yeah. Sure, but it was just like it was like a comic book. Not even comical. It was a cartoon bomb dropping. Yeah. That's exactly what this was. Yeah.
0: And the person in the scene is the sister of possibly the second worst character in all of the Star Wars Ooh. saga. Rose. Oh. <laughs> oh. We'll get to her in a moment. Oh, yeah, we Let's will. Let's just get past the opening <laughs> shit. So we have the bomb physics. We have the opening huge gaging, gaping fucking plot hole. Um, then we get into... <sighs> All the other shit that happens in this little space flotilla, Wh- including Snoke and his personal fleet deciding to sh- show up behind the fleet that they just blew up, which makes the whole Poe Dameron Top Gun thing where they destroy one of the big Imperial ships meaningless. Uh, yeah, Completely meaningless, because we replaced the one with seven plus the main fucking big ship. Now, mind you, oh, we're, we're missing... Uh,
1: while it's later in the notes this happens before he has his whole top gun moment oh, yeah. one of many top gun moments of his uh <laughs> lana we we have I a uh, we have a verizon commercial we literally have a verizon commercial that happens 10 minutes into
0: the movie literally 10 minutes into the movie they set up this big dark serious moment Where the rebels, for whatever reason they're rebels now, but the rebels are fleeing. They have basically three ships, somehow, uh, with no competent defense. And Poe Dameron, in his Top Gun moment, goes to try to trick them and has a can-you-hear-me-now moment with General Hux. General Hux sucks.
1: He He is—he's an
0: idiot. I don't understand how he is in charge of all of these people. You look back at what Tarkin, yeah, Grand Moff Tarkin. You got (laughs) Tarkin in the original trilogy and in Rogue One, who is sinister, who is strategic, who is brilliant, who is fucking brutal. Yeah, yeah, he—he's a cold, calculating general. Yeah, that—that's what he is. And you know, there's several admirals and generals around Hux that are just as experienced, knowledgeable, probably as sinister, and much smarter. Yeah. And yet they're not in charge. This fucking twenty year old looking fucking kid is in charge and he fucks up everything. Literally everything. And he's still in head of the entire fleet. <laughs> he still outranks everybody except for Snoke. He can't handle a single conversation
1: with one dude in one ship.
0: Yes! And it's so obvious, too. Even his, his assistant is like, hey, he's fucking with you. He's trying to do something. And he's like, like are wh- you sure? What? Uh, really? Like, wh- it, why would Snoke, this fucking grand whatever bullshit, whatever he ends up being... <laughs> puts this fucking asshole in charge of everybody and c- this completely incompetent child it's like if i was in the army and they just decided to take this fucking ginger-headed private and made him the fucking four-star general of the army oh i think there would be some fucking problems uh, yeah that is what this guy is and it's ridiculous and he overacts everything it's absurd everything granted his the writing form is also bad but he overacts and delivers everything so ridiculously whereas tarkin was slow methodical menacing uh cerebral not Hux. and he's one of the villains that's still alive without reason we'll get to that later Yep. But yeah, there's there's so many issues there. Let me cross off a few of these so I can keep track of where we're at. Uh, General Hacks, bad acting, <laughs> can you near, hear me now a bit? Um, anything really big at the beginning? Uh, basically, this movie, th- one of the best things about The Force Awakens for me, the, f- the predecessor, is that Finn was a really cool character yeah he was an everyday character not only was he a good character with a lot of depth who made you know choices that added to his character and was a focus one of the two focuses where he kind of was the focus of three fourths of the movie and then Ray kind of had her focus at the end this movie completely throws that away Finn wakes up in this stupid fucking like fishbowl suit thing <laughs> and they try to force this comedic moment when every Aww. when they're being fucking fired upon and destroyed and he's just waddling around in this fucking aqua suit thing. Like, oh god, I just woke up. <laughs> and me,
1: then they undo all of these fucking tubes and just leak everywhere. Yeah,
0: and then he's literally sent on a fucking side quest. Very much like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. For the entire fucking movie with this character that makes not only is she bad but makes him worse, Ooh. and it sucks. Cause Finn was probably my favorite character from the new movies, the of the oh. new cast. He was easily my favorite. Oh yeah, you know, Poe Dameron's up there. Ray's great. But he was my favorite. He had the most, and this promise. movie just completely squandered that. Completely left the focus that used to be on him, at least partially, and just threw it in the garbage. It shat on him. It sucks. And Ray did not hold this movie up by herself. Mm-mm. She did not. And Poe Dameron, he, you know, he could have contributed to holding this movie up, but they made him into such a fucking knucklehead, nonsensical character with plot holes that force him to do stupid things. <laughs> that he probably didn't need to do and wouldn't have done, right? So, uh, that's that's another huge thing that uh, the way they treated Finn in this movie just pisses me off because he had so much character depth and such a bright future in that first movie. He deserved better than this, yeah, far better, oh. far far better. Um, let's see here. Uh, let's see. <laughs> notes. 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 I'll probably cut a lot of this out. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Trying to look for more. Uh, This thing bothered you, uh, and uh, the surrounding circumstances certainly bothered me, but Admiral Akbar goes out like a punk bitch. Oh. Now, this is another huge plot hole that surrounds several other stupid scenes and plot holes. So the fucking TIE fighters close in on the big ship and immediately attack the fucking command center window with some whatever torpedoes or whatever they call them and blows up the command center, including Leia. Everybody is completely ignored and forgotten about that was in that command center, except for Leia who becomes the fucking space ghost, Jesus Uh. while unconscious mind you Uh. and uses the force while unconscious to push herself back from the vacuum of space to the door that is somehow still surviving, where Poe opens it and she just falls in. Never mind the physics of a fucking vacuum forcing all the air out and pushing her away. She just falls in on Poe and Poe drags her away. <laughs> and somehow, purple haired fucking Jurassic Park scientist lady <laughs> wasn't in that's the command pretty, center, even though she's accurate. a yeah. senior command member. Uh, yeah, that's, um, that's convenient. So we <laughs> we have weird space Leia, uh, which leads to another big problem with this movie. Carrie Fisher's dead.
1: And yet, really? And yet I would never have known given of, that this movie has her live
0: through its entirety. And yet the two people that are still alive, mm. Han and uh, fucking Luke, their actors are still alive. Mark Hamill still alive. Harrison Ford, still alive. Carrie Fisher, dead. Which Star Wars character is still alive in this universe? Carrie Fisher's. (laughs) So we did not address this at all. We had reshoots to address this, and they didn't address it. Which makes me think they made this movie worse. Not just that,
1: we've now backed the next director into a corner in which they have to either come up with a reason for Leia to be CG'd into the movie, or ignore Leia completely which leaves a question as to why oh god why yes did we have Leia live through this
0: movie there's no reason this there's no was reason this
1: what's the movie for her to die and
0: instead we get stupid cg space ghost in space forcing herself while unconscious Aww back into living and then when she recovers she's just like oh hey what's up guys no big deal i was just unconscious from a blast in the fucking vacuum of space i probably have fucking several hemorrhages in my fucking brain (laughs) right it's not like i'm being like i was going to be like pulled apart and frozen and (laughs) in space and a huge plot point that they missed here uh why doesn't everybody just send their small ships to attack the command center if it's that fucking easy? I, I guess I guess we can have this massive shield, but we can't fucking protect our fucking space command center from these little TIE fighters. It can't, like, like, at why what point did we not think to look for the part of the ship where there's fucking glass I feel like, and shoot it? I feel like so many of these movies wouldn't have had to happen if they just went to the command center window and shot it. Also, unless they just conveniently made that for this movie, which is stupid.
1: <laughs> oh, um, uh, also, just to gripe oh. about that just a little more. Um, I thought this fucking ship had shields on it. It does. It <laughs> does. <laughs> Part of the plan is for the ship to float while its shields slowly run out. How in the holy fuck... Did we still have her blasted in the fucking space?
0: God damn it. It hurts. It's so bad. It just bad. hurts. It's so bad. Um.
1: I'm leaking from my nose thanks to a cold. I want it to be because I cried at the sight of my childhood being shat on <laughs> actively.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, ex- excuse my... Uh, sounding a bit sick here but yeah yeah fuck this movie
0: so i, I think yeah, instead everybody. of like following the trajectory of the movie we should just stick stick with the space floating stuff and then get into the island stuff and then the oh you know, yeah, yeah ray yeah. and kylo stuff and all that and then the snoke stuff or whatever else y- yeah um so this stuff happens as you know if you've <laughs> watched the movie right by now and hopefully you have because again spoilers yeah um, The, the ultimate solution to this, which basically completely negates the side quests that Finn, Rose, and the fucking Benicio del Toro guy go on, yeah, um, is to have one person, <laughs> the purple-haired Admiral Lady from Jurassic Park, uh, turn the ship by herself, engage the shields by herself, and put the ship into hyperdrive, by herself. by herself oh my god and somehow make sure that she materializes or whatever so she can cause damage to this you know fleet which in its defense was a cool scene it because was pretty they, the, the audio goes completely dead and you see the big explosions which is what would actually happen in space because you can't hear anything in space right this, but was... this is the one time they did it for dramatic effect yeah this, um,
1: this was the wow moment
0: And I know you have problems with it. I probably, uh, amidst all the other problems, I could suspend my disbelief there, but go go ahead and tell the audience what you uh, had issues with there. Besides the one person navigating this entire fucking ship. This is like controlling a fucking aircraft carrier by yourself. An aircraft carrier employs hundreds, if not thousands of people to keep things running. She does this by herself. If she
1: does it by herself, why can't we make the... Why can't we just make the ship do it by itself? (laughs) Why aren't we, if we can weaponize fucking hyperspace, just sending off ships with no one in it to go straight into these fucking dreadnought ships and blow them the fuck up? Why are we... Having to worry about, oh no, we don't want to like run straight into this fucking killer base. We just want to yeah. stop hyperspace right before it and land on this thing? If we can weaponize hyperspace, why hasn't this been done a million times? Why are we simply <laughs> allowing something that completely undoes any legitimacy to any of the space battles that we've had
0: and not only that but the act in and of itself of causing yourself to destroy another person's ship or fleet all that comes from star trek Ooh. star trek oh star oh. trek has oh, done the this most not one of this act not two but three, three times, times, at oh. least, from what I can remember, at least three times, Star oh. Trek has kamikaze their ship to defeat their enemy in some way, shape, or form, or use some kind of warp drive to defeat their enemy. This <laughs> movie completely steals that, completely rips that off. Oh. Whereas in this universe prior, like that had never been used as a weapon for a reason. Uh, like you, you had the, what was it the. Rogue One, where they use the warp drive, and like when they show up, they wreck into them. And yeah, that's like part of how they damage the ship or whatever. But they don't like go into warp drive towards them. This is like a whole new thing now. Oh yeah. And, again, it doesn't bother me that much, but I know it bothers you. Was, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm sure it bothers a lot of fans out there. I've oh, seen a lot of like God. articles and stuff about it. It's um, ugh. it it just it undoes
1: the very point of engaging in a space yeah. battle. If you could just launch ships, that gets us
0: into another huge plot hole uh, with the purple-haired admiral lady. Now there is a subplot in this movie, amidst a hundred subplots, yeah, um, where Finn and Rose go on a journey with BB-8. You know, a side quest, just like Guardians of the Galaxy, but done much, much more poorly. Oh. where they go on this side quest uh because poe is going behind the admiral admiral's back while leia is unconscious and um going to find this hacker or whatever so that they can sneak in and shut down the fucking hyperspace tracker on the lead ship without them knowing about it um And the only reason Poe Dameron goes into this plan is because the Admiral refuses to tell him the plan in front of the entire bridge. She doesn't tell anybody on the bridge, including Poe, who is part of the senior command and basically the only leader of the fighting force left. uh, Because, well, Leia just demoted you. You're, You're headstrong. You don't need to know these things. Just follow my orders. Okay. Literally, if she had just gone. Oh, yeah. Hey it doesn't really matter if there's traders on board because we're probably going to die in 10 hours, <laughs> no matter what, you know, and I'm pretty sure they're not going to stop us and they're not going to be able to communicate without us knowing, you know, like w- and you're on the command bridge with your senior command. I'm pretty sure there's no spies there. Like, why would she not go? Well, here's the plan. We're going to use the big ship as a decoy while we send the little pods off to this old base that we have on this planet that we've been floating past for the past several hours. That's the plan. Problem solved. Poe wouldn't get himself in trouble. A lot less of the ships would have died because Benicio del Toro's character wouldn't have even been there to tell the Imperials that, hey, they're going this way, which is another fucking plot hole because he was never told that plan. He was told the plan of the fucking transmitter. He was never told at any way. Finn, Rose, and... Benicio del Toro's character, whatever his name is, uh, we're never told the plan. So how the fuck does he tell the Imperials, oh, hey, they're escaping on these side ships? His thought is the plan is that they're on the big ship. So if anything, he should have told them, hey, they're on the big ship and they're trying to shut down your transmitter. That's what he should have said. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Logically. That is a huge plot hole. On top of another plot hole. So this movie oh spends at probably, I would guess, 40 to 45 minutes with this casino scene, side quest, while their fleet is floating to their death oh. for, what, f- fucking 20 hours, maybe less, probably like 10, yeah. if I was accurate, because they get back with like no time left, basically. Pretty much, So yeah. they go on this completely stupid side quest with Finn and Rose, where Rose is consistently a terrible character and does stupid shit the entire way, and it basically becomes... George Lucas's Wet Dream, where uh, you have uh, everything you hate about the re edits of the original trilogy and everything you hate about the prequels, where you have all these CGI aliens that are singing and being stupid, and there's a bunch of, you know, Disneyfication where there's just forced jokes that don't work, and, you know, there's the fucking slave traders that have the little kids that end up being force sensitive or whatever. And, uh,. <laughs> And then uh, they had this fucking Johnny Depp wannabe that's going to be the guy, but they don't get to him. So they waste more time in jail with this prison scene with Benicio Del Toro, who has this terrible acting. or he, I don't know if he, he's doing this kind of list thing, but he's also doing this kind of like Heath Ledger, like clicking, sucking noise thing. And he, he's just so awful. And his writing's bad. And his, his acting was bad. He also stutters he was so bad and he was just trying to be this weird gimmicky character that didn't work at all and had like no redeeming characteristic and wasn't cool or likable or anything. He was just there and a waste of time and space. And then it becomes a giant PETA ad where again, the last hope of the rebellion slash Republic is floating to their death in space. And you take a side quest uh, inside of your side quest That didn't need to happen in the first place uh, so that you can free some like horse draft things so they can run into a field and then Rose can go, at least something good came out of this bitch. They're like a football field away from the casino grazing. Grazing. You think they're seriously free forever? They're going to be recaptured and taken back to this fucking casino racetrack and be just treated just as poorly, if not worse. <laughs> you, you dumb fucking bitch, and I hate you. <laughs> your character is dumb, your character uh. is illogical, and you ruin a good character in Finn because you diminish how great he can be. <laughs> and you take him on a stupid side plot. I honestly think that they wanted to put poe dameron more in this movie because originally he was supposed to die in the first movie until they saw him on camera like oh this guy's pretty cool we'll keep him and so they like took what probably would have made finn more logical and more cool and just like replaced it with more poe stuff it's so bad so bad it hurts the entire casino stuff all of that should have been cut all of it and that's completely on ryan johnson completely his fault all of that should have been... Sure, somebody stupid wrote it. Okay. He should have known to cut that. This hour is two two hours and like 40 minutes or something. Easily yeah. could have cut that, not hurt the movie whatsoever. People would probably like it more. <laughs> and it's all based on a plot hole inside of a plot hole inside of a plot hole. Oh. So it's just compounding plot holes that are constantly making things worse. And then at the end, Poe Dameron makes the situation even worse Because, again, all the admiral had to do is say, hey, this is the plan. Stop being an asshole. Instead, Poe Dameron leads a mutiny, and he's literally in front of the admiral with a stun gun. (laughs) All the admiral would have to do is go, hey, calm down. This is what the plan is. We didn't tell you because we're afraid if we, you know, make up some excuse to not tell him if you want to. Any excuse. And then you can keep your little side quest, and at least it'll make sense. But, Uh no, she's just like, all right, you asshole. You asshole you idiot you'll pay for this (laughs) and because of this mutiny and getting fucking screwed over by benicio del toro's character which again was never told these things but somehow knows uh it leads to a huge amount of the fucking remaining resistance which they're saying is only in the hundreds now this is a republic the entire republic has been reduced to a few hundred rebels? Really? At, like at at what <laughs> like, point does like having an entire galaxy
1: worth of like planets banding together to form a republic <laughs> after we finally got rid of the empire, yeah, only to somehow still be there for the most part in The Force Awakens and for somehow to be reduced by what I want to assume is like 90%, maybe 95% in The Last Jedi, it makes no fucking sense. And, uh, think about it. It's never
0: explained. This is all we know. We know that some of the fleet was lost. Some of the primary fleet was lost when they went to destroy the fucking, to be a distraction for the fucking death star replacement star killer base whatever the fucking stupid ball that they had to make (laughs) without anybody fucking realizing for some reason right um and the star killer base destroys like a handful of planets which are nearby which are within proximity because they can literally see it happening yeah we're talking about a galaxy sized entity in the republic and somehow those handful of planets and the few ships they lost during the distraction period compromised the entire fucking republic and reti- entire fucking resistance or rebellion, whatever. <laughs> that doesn't make fucking sense. It's Not even so a little bit. Stupid. Um. So that I think that's my biggest gripe is that this entire movie, the entire thing, the only things that actually matter in this movie. The, the existence of the rebels and the fucking first order trying to finally get rid of them is basically a 24 hour period of time where they're floating through space and it's just riddled with plot hole after plot hole after plot hole after plot hole that not only degrade the story overall and just make you cringe and roll your eyes constantly, but also damages otherwise good actors and good characters and Leia and um, uh, Finn a- and Poe like they really just really did a lot of damage where the first movie did a lot of good giving them a strong foundation yeah uh, the, the thing that r- is really chapping my ass about that whole part of the movie
1: is the movie that has to follow this is going to have to deal with all of this bullshit that it had it been yeah. written well and you know more at the very least respectful to all of the characters therein we wouldn't have to deal with this shit
0: yeah um another thing that happens during this time um when they're trying to figure out who can possibly help them get through the fucking you know shield or whatever unnoticed and hack into the door or whatever fucking stupid thing they needed yeah um again rose horrible character even like their opening interactions where she's fangirl they're literally dying and being shot and bombarded by fucking artillery and shit and they're on the brink of death they're within hours of their fuel life and she's fangirling about finn really go fuck yourself and and her sister just died tragically but she doesn't seem to care <laughs> It's just so f- Fucking stupid. It's like watching
1: Luke react to his dead parents all over again.
0: And in order to Uh. find out these things, they call up Maz Kanata from the first movie, which is the big glass-eyed alien who had Luke's lightsaber and said, well, don't worry about how I got it. I'll tell you later. She did not tell us later. She still has not told us shit. Right. But for some reason, she takes a Skype call in the middle of some kind of battle that she's in, which I guarantee you is going to be some kind of bullshit spin-off thing that they try to sell these fucking nerds. <laughs> you know, and you know they're going to pay for it because they want more content, you know, it's so even dumb. if it's terrible content, you know. Yeah. So Maz Kanata, big thumbs down. Just completely did not need to be in this movie at all. Did not have to have this side quest at all the whole plot holes surrounding everything. And then her fucking apparently shooting a bunch of people while looking at a Skype call and doing this. It's just so stupid. So goddamn stupid. And she, again, plot threads from the, the JJ Abrams, you know, starter movie where they gave you the golden ticket to do everything, to do anything you could want. Maz says she's going to explain things later. She does not. She fucking does nothing. Um, You have Snoke who tells Kylo Ren to return so they can finish his training. So you're thinking, this movie is going to be a big badass or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't happen. (laughs) In fact, he comes back and Snoke goes, you're a fucking pussy. You suck. You screwed this up. Go fuck yourself. And Kylo goes and broods and pouts and smashes his fucking helmet, which is like the one thing that made him intimidating at all.
1: Snoke, he doesn't just say, oh, uh, it's like you're a disappointment. You're a failure. You suck. Uh, g- go and fuck off. Like before, I give you something else to do. He says all of that, and he says your helmet looks stupid.
0: <laughs> Which, again, another Disney-like forced joke that George Lucas is probably creaming his pants about. You know,
1: like, uh, the s- uh, uh, they talked about how stupid his so, fucking helmet looks, so bad, and man. how he's a one of these. So cringeworthy.
0: And it just and then he and, he and then like a child, he has a fucking tantrum. Yeah, again, again. Because he is a child, just like fucking Hux. Why are these two children in charge of everything? Right. The old empire, yeah. The emperor, who is the big badass, the old guy, the senior guy, whatever. Then you had Darth Vader, who is very old, very experienced, senior, but not the top notch. Even in his case, because they had Tarkin, who outranked him and was in control. And he was very experienced. He looked like a guy who was old enough to be a fucking general of an entire fleet. You oh, know? yeah. And just easily. It was so bad. Um, and that, These are all just things on the main plot line. Like, not even going into the soap opera that's on the side and the side quests and all the bullshit, you know. just It's so dumb. So dumb. So bad. Um, I'm trying to make sure we don't forget anything before we move on. We talked about Benicio Del Toro being horrible for this movie, just added nothing to this movie, and again, being born out of a fucking several plot holes, not just one. Um, ruined and ignored Finn. Uh, the stupid wet medical suit. Oh, boy. There's so much on this list. There is I, so much. And I know I miss stuff. I know for sure I miss stuff Oh yeah. on this list. Um, then we get into the long-drawn-out trapping of Ray and Finn, who... Or excuse me, Rose and Finn, uh, who, if Benicio del Toro did somehow know all this stuff, and then told the fucking Imperials, why did they let him walk around for like hours <laughs> as they go to the room and pretend to break into the? Did they just feel the need to let them break the fucking panels and <laughs> for no reason? And we, then we have to make sure he's telling the truth. And then Benicio del Toro gives her back the fucking crescent moon thing which is totally not consistent with his character whatsoever because literally the next scene they get captured and get taken to be executed which again Finn is a fucking sanitation guy there's no reason to have all this ceremony and bullshit with him he's not a Jedi you're not going to take him to Snoke and have him interrogate him or anything he's a fucking sanitation guy who went and became an asshole on the other side right kill him it's like the the
1: biggest deal he had was Getting into a kind of lightsaber yeah. fight with um, Snoke's uh, little tantrum boy, which is
0: after like none of all of this could have been avoided if they just killed him right there on the spot. Oh yeah, but they don't. They don't because reasons. And because then because we, we because we need <laughs> him. Then you got his partner Rose, who again is a meaningless character, also a terrible character. It makes everything worse. Who just <laughs> everything. <laughs> She's literally a bottom feeder. In the Republic, which is the bottom of the bottom, or slash rebels, whatever we're calling them now. Um, Yeah, the thing with. So, all of that was just a stupid plot hole, and Benicio del Toro wasn't consistent at all with everything else he did uh, by giving back the expensive medallion thingy. You know, it's just fucking stupid. Yeah, fucking stupid. It doesn't make any sense. Once again, Captain Phasma goes out like a punk ass bitch, which is just another character in the long line of uh, Star Wars traditions of having cool-looking characters who amount to shit. Boba Fett, I'm looking at you. But wait, you know, she has a lot of depth in the comics. And, uh, and the, 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 the that is the, unforgivable! Material, blah, blah, blah. Shut up. She's fucking gone out like a punk-ass bitch both movies. Y- She's y- been y- completely worthless in both movies. All she is is a fucking statue to hold some shiny armor for a second.
1: That's exactly what she is. Ugh. She she is a shiny suit and that's it.
0: So bad, man. So Only bad. this
1: time he does enough damage to expose one of her eyeballs.
0: <gasps> it's just No, it's dumb. It's, it's just so bad. So bad. All right. Uh We'll get to that stuff in a second here. Stays command ship by herself. All done. Ripped off Star Trek. Got that. Uh, Kylo sucks. Well, that's a given. Um, <laughs> again, a big thing about the helmet is the actor that plays Kylo Ren, he's goofy looking.
1: His face. You can
0: try to defend him. I uh, he, he tried to get ripped for this movie, but it looks like he just took a bunch of weight gainer 5,000. Yeah. Beefcake baptism. <laughs> yeah. You know? And got all fat and shows off his fucking man boobs later in the movie. I'm just gonna lift real hard. I'm gonna <laughs> lift real hard and don't cut. And this happened apparently during this short period of time between these two movies because it seems like they happened right back to back, you know? I guess. And he's just goofy looking. He's got like the big wide ears that stick out. You know, he's got the big lips, the big giant honking nose and the emo hair with the goofy scar now. And the thing that made him kind of intimidating in the first movie where he had that mask and he was trying to replicate Vader because he saw himself as like an alternate personality almost. When he wore the mask, like Vader, like he felt like he was a disciple of Vader when he wore that mask. And then Snope tells him, take that silly thing off, making a stupid joke. And then he goes, throws a tantrum and smashes it. And now you got to look at Kylo Ren's goofy looking mug the entire movie. Uh, good actor. Good actor. Yeah. But he does not look the part. He does not look intimidating <laughs> whatsoever. And especially without the mask and the voice changer thing or whatever, he and looks he just like a weenie. He does. He looks like a super weenie, and people are like, "Oh, he was in the Marines. You know, have you have you seen his Marine picture? He looks goofy as fuck." And you know what? He I'm pretty sure he got medically discharged because he had a bunch of injuries because he had a frail fucking body. You know, uh, and uh, I can't uh, talk too much. I have a frail body too. I got injured all the time. Uh, I, I lasted through my contract thankfully, and I made it through with you know <laughs> awards and everything, and I was fine. But just because he he did some cool things in the past doesn't mean he doesn't look goofy on the big screen okay right like he's a good actor he played the part well for what he was given but he's goofy looking and (laughs) you emphasize the goofiness with the fucking force scene where he's talking to ray and ray goes would you mind putting a shirt on and he's wearing these fucking Tight, leather, chest-high pants, and his man boobs are just, like, sagging and hanging out there. And he's got big, floppy granny arms. I'm like, this is so awkward and so cringeworthy and so unnecessary. You took something that's already goofy and made it goofier. (laughs) And not only goofier, but kind of, like, uncomfortable. (laughs) It's just like... Gosh. Like, oh, Chris, how dare you fat shame and goofy shame. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. This is Hollywood. <laughs> this is where they're supposed to be uncharacteristically ridiculous. Like, oh yeah, I'm not saying he needs to be jacked at all. He was—he's fine as a scrawny guy. That's fine. But he's goofy looking. He's a child. <laughs> he's basically a child in this movie. He looks like a child and an awkward, goofy child at that. A, a, and you—you remove the thing looking, that made him intimidating.
1: Yeah. A goofy-looking, probably like six-foot-tall child.
0: So. Uh, we get that. Uh, I think that pretty much wraps up the biggest things we're worried about with the the ship stuff, at least the main plot thread before we get into the side stories. Yeah. Um how about we get into the Luke Island stuff? Oh. <laughs> okay, this is this is where it hurts. See, I think I think people are going to be like very divisive on this thing. Like I like what they did. Because it makes sense within the context of the first movie that, it y- yes, there's a republic. Yes, there's this terrorist group called the First Order trying to revive the Empire and all this stuff. Uh, led by this fucking child general and this fucking child wannabe Jedi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and this mysterious Snoke who we get no explanation for. And he dies, again, like a punk-ass bitch. Yeah, um, it's... Ugh, it it doesn't make any sense again. prior to prior to this movie. It made sense for Luke to blame himself for what happened. I did like the dark approach they took, where because Luke has struggled in the past with the dark side a little bit, yeah, and had yes. doubts, had serious doubts, and um, you know, even in the prequels, they established that hey, if you're not trained from childhood, you're more likely to gravitate towards the dark side. Ray demonstrates that. Uh, Luke demonstrated that. Sometimes Anakin is the biggest example of that
1: he's literally the poster child
0: um because you're supposed to basically train them from birth you know basically from the point they're you know a toddler indoctrinate
1: them by the time they know how to read
0: so they don't know like the pains of humanity and they don't have the doubts and the self you know yeah worth issues and all that other stuff um so that made sense to me i thought that was a cool dynamic i thought it worked it should have worked really well but they take it to such a stupid extent and like again republic becomes rebels again and goes from being a galactic republic a a new galactic republic to being basically a few hundred people on three ships two of which get destroyed immediately and then the rest go off in life carriages which also largely get destroyed because of a plot hole uh (laughs) two plot holes um god so why i i liked what they were doing with luke to begin with But, again, being Force-sensitive and connected to Leia, has no idea that Han has died. Uh, Gets over Han's death pretty quickly. Um, Doesn't realize that, hey, Leia and the Republic are on the verge of death, and maybe I should do something. Because I feel like the Luke Skywalker of the old movies would not have just left his sister and the old Republic and everything out to die. Yeah. Because he blamed himself for one event um but i understood it if the republic was still around and he felt like well they don't need the jedi they can handle this themselves and you know if i go back and try to save kyler or something i'll only make things worse i can totally see that angle and i thought that would have been the best angle to take and but no they they just basically castrate him and make him fucking (laughs) worthless and you know even in the little bit of fighting he does he gets his ass beat by ray who's using a fucking bow staff Uh, and then basically steals his lightsaber from him uh, to push him down or whatever. Luke, who is supposed to be a more powerful Jedi than even Darth Vader, who surpassed his father, according to canon. But he gets his ass beat by Rey, who has no training. Same problem we had with the first movie. Rey has zero training. And somehow, (laughs) with a lightsaber, when she's used a bow staff her entire life, with a lightsaber, which she has never used <laughs> is suddenly a fucking master Jedi and defeats both Kylo Ren, who has been trained by not one, but two people. He's been trained by Luke and he has been trained by Snoke. And yet Ray beats him. And then fast forward to this movie, Ray beats Luke in a little skirmish on the rocks when she's confronting him about the past or whatever, where again, if you, you better have seen this movie where Luke saw the potential darkness inside of Kylo and uh, had a moment of doubt where he thought he considered killing his nephew. I don't know what it is with Skywalkers, but they love killing kids. Um, apparently. <laughs> apparently it transcends generations. They just love killing uh. kids. Um, but he corrects himself in the moment of doubt. But Kylo woke up and saw you know Luke standing over him with the lightsaber out. Green lightsaber, mind you. Take note of this. And uh, basically collapses the house on Luke with the force, and then proceeds to immediately kill all the other kid Jedis for some reason. You'd think, if anything, he would take the kids from Luke, because he'd be like, this dude's gonna kill us all. Come on, come with me, you know? Yeah. But instead, he goes, fuck you, and I'll kill all you, because that's what Skywalkers do. We kill children, and we destroy temples. (laughs) This
1: (laughs) would have been the perfect opportunity to have the role of Jedi and Sith reversed, where there's a number of sith but there's only one
0: fucking jedi yeah and we shat all over that idea and um then we have some of the most cringeworthy like i i think they were attempts at comedy but they just fell so far short that i wasn't even sure they were attempts at comedy um there's the scene where luke while he's pouting about ray bothering him goes down to the beach and milks these like really disgusting looking like really cringeworthy like fucking long necked beach cows that are fucking two-legged and sit on the beach with four human looking boobs sticking out and he milks this like green milk out and sprays it in his mouth with like it running down his beard and stares at ray i was like why was this necessary at all Another example of a scene that should have been cut immediately. Why did
1: we not only spend the money on making that scene happen, but two, if we're going to design, you know, where the milk comes out, could we please design it in a way where the, um, I don't know, it's not dick level, (laughs) please.
0: Now, uh, 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 yes, also an issue. At dick level, four boobs, human looking boobs on this dinosaur thing that, why Mark Hamill is milking for some stupid reason and I feel so bad for Mark Hamill cuz Mark Hamill is such a good dude and so, he deserves so much better. Yes, he does. And now he's going to be remembered for this stupid scene by this generation of kids dr- fucking milking a dinosaur and in, into his fucking beard and having it run all over his face. He's the fucking
1: intergalactic this, milkman.
0: There's this <laughs> hilarious comic that was posted not by me. I'll I'll post it in the picture here. But uh by a uh, if you're watching the video. Uh, by a guy on the podcast Beyond Thread for IGN or whatever. And it was this hilarious comic where they show Kylo Ren and his fucking man boobs... <laughs> and, and Luke looks at him with a serious look and starts milking him and spraying the milk onto his beard. And he just looks <laughs> at, oh. at the spectator with the fucking green milk all over his beard. <laughs> and at the top, it says a synopsis of Star Wars The Last Jedi. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it, it's, it's so funny, but it's kind of true. Oh, it's it so hurts. distracting. And then he, you know, for whatever reason, he has to do this fucking long pole spear fishing for no reason because uh reasons i guess when we literally show that you can go down to the fucking beach and fish normally which, no, i like to fish from all the way up here which gets to another thing that is never really explained or emphasized or anything um the fucking devil's anus, which Marvel, <laughs> the devil's anus which, returns. Excuse me. Disney really loves nowadays based on its appearance in both Thor Ragnarok and now the last Jedi all wh- in the same year where we literally have a fucking black anus, just like black spiny anus and the bottom of this island. And Ray feels the need to go to it when she has her 10 minute lesson. She has one lesson in both of these films. And it's so that she can understand what the force is. Period. Luke goes, all right, what is the force? And she goes, some kind of magical power, blah, 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 whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, And then Luke goes, all right, reach out. And then they force another stupid joke where she reaches out physically. And he goes, he slaps her or whatever, and I'm like, seriously, like, nobody.
1: Oh, oh, I can feel it. Nobody with a fucking
0: it. rational brain would do that. Like, right? It's such a again another forced attempt at humor that was so George Lucasy, like yeah. prequel prequel George Lucasy, and so cringeworthy. And then they get into it, and he goes, "All right, feel this, feel that," and then she feels it. She explains it. Cool scene to start out with, and then she gravitates towards the devil's anus. <laughs> And then she gets sucked into the devil's anus, and Luke goes, "Come out of it!" And he, you know, he, he yells at her to come out of it. She comes out of it. He goes, "Huh, I was, I didn't know to be scared before. I know to be scared now. Fuck this!" And he doesn't train her for the rest of the movie. That's it. Not so even all once. She, so the rest of that island sequence, again, another side quest that doesn't actually matter in the end. It- she's just pouting in her hut and talking to fucking douchebag oh. Kylo Ren with shirtless Kylo Ren. <laughs> it hurts. It so.
1: really hurts to see that this is what we decided to do with the whole, that like this epic scene at the end of the Force Awakens, where Ray shows up with a lightsaber, yes, and Luke just looks at her, and then next movie we find out that his response was to take the lightsaber and say, "Ah, eh, fuck this," and toss it right behind him.
0: Yeah, it's just so cringeworthy. And he, we know he has his own lightsaber that isn't Ray's. Yeah, that and, was Obi Wan's. And yet, he has a blue lightsaber, while Ray, who's using his lightsaber, also has a blue lightsaber. When earlier in the same movie, he has the green lightsaber. Small gripe, maybe an oversight, whatever. But literally in the end sequence where he's fucking projecting himself as a fucking space ghost fucking Neo from the Matrix. Yeah. (laughs) He he has a blue lightsaber. Why did he give himself a blue lightsaber? He doesn't own a blue lightsaber. He has a green lightsaber. And they've established this in the same movie. It would have
1: been actually, I think, more effective. They just kind of forgot. Yeah. (laughs) They forgot. They forgot that maybe in order to instill fear in what we've now labeled as the primary villain of this movie, that maybe he should, I don't know, show up with the same weapon that he nearly
0: used to kill him in a sleep with. (laughs) You would think. You would think that would have some kind of psychological effect that he could use to his advantage, right? Nah. (laughs) No, we're going with blue. We're going blue. That's cool. So major oversight here. And just inconsistent. Again, there's so many inconsistencies and plot holes that make this movie. There are some awesome scenes in this movie that I just wanted to love. But everything surrounding it and everything leading up to it ruined it. Yeah. Completely ruined it. Easily. And uh, getting back to the devil's anus, because we're not off this fucking island yet. Uh. Getting back to the devil's anus. Ray finally goes down into the devil's anus when Luke says, fuck you. I'm not training you. you. You went straight to the dark side another plot point, which is completely ignored later. (laughs) She goes into the devil's anus and she goes into a fucking funhouse mirror show. And I, this part I was extremely angry at because I had to piss so bad. And this movie had been dragging on for so long. And like, I thought there was going to be a major revelation when she went down in there. So I I held it as long as I fucking possibly could. And like, like my abs still hurt from trying to hold this fucking shit.
1: Jesus.
0: And, we learn nothing, literally nothing. She goes, oh,
1: oh it, it, she, the, the, it was trying to show me something. I feel like it was trying to show me something. She actually goes down there. It showed her nothing. Why am I the only one down here? I
0: feel like the only reason they did that is because Ryan Johnson wanted to have a cool trippy moment or something. You know, like oh, snap your <laughs> fingers. <Ooh. laughs> uh, who are my, pa- who are my parents? Touch and. It's a such a long, drawn out scene too, and it just shows her. It's absolutely needless. It shows herself, and it, like I think they were trying to like reach back into the old movies where you know Luke has the hallucination in the forest tree or whatever in the swamp. Yeah, and he, and he sees Darth Vader, Vader, Vader. Yeah, and he kills Darth Vader, but then he sees his own face in Darth Vader. Like, I think they were trying to go with that analogy, but <laughs> that would either have to mean that her parents are evil in the same way or which they completely deny in this movie where they establish that she's just a person that she was just sold off random person by some fucking (laughs) space gypsies apparently she's just some fucking rando and (laughs) and they just The entire scene, again, another scene that could have been cut out completely. Completely cut out the fucking devil's anus shit. There's no reason. It didn't. Yeah. It, it gave us nothing. Like maybe there's some clue that they're trying to give us for the next movie or something. I don't see it. I just thought it was stupid. <laughs> I thought it was an excuse for Ryan Johnson to do some cool screen effects. And, uh, Yeah. That's and then she almost leaves. exactly what that was. She leaves it again. Luke doesn't address it. She doesn't address it. Don't talk about it. Don't ask questions. Just like, eh, okay. Funhouse mirror scene over. And then she's back in her hut, brooding. <laughs> like, so again, never dressed. So not only does she gravitate towards the dark side, and when the first time she starts using the force, she's strongly, aggressively, within minutes drawn to the dark side. Luke goes, "Fuck this! You're going to the dark side. If I train you, I'm not training you." Then she goes into the fucking devil's anus at the bottom of the island, which is the dark side area. If you hadn't watched the movie, and. <laughs> learns nothing basically and then in the after this both <laughs> both Luke and ghost Yoda who they made a CG version of the puppet Yoda why? they replicated the puppet with CG why you how much you could money have you- made a puppet? Do You, not have you probably <laughs> still have the puppet on set. And yet we did CG ghost Yoda, but puppet Yoda and not like modern, decent looking Yoda. Oh I get old fans. My, my brother, one of them was like, I was glad they used puppet Yoda. But I was like, but they used the CG puppet Yoda. It wasn't even the actual puppet. <laughs> it was just They made it awkward and puppet like for no reason. And... Both Luke and fucking Yoda are like Ray's good. We're not gonna repeat the same st- mistakes we made with Kylo again. Hasn't trained her at all, at all. But somehow she's this. We're supposed to believe she's just big badass. <laughs> just huge plot hole in both movies. Um, nobody's trained her, and she gravitates heavily more so than Kylo did, according to Luke. Because Luke said it was a gradual process with Kylo, with her Rey it was immediate. Immediately gravitated towards the dark side, and it not only gravitated towards it, but jumped in the fucking hole that Luke told her not to go near. And yet Yoda and Luke completely forget about this, and are like, "Nah, she's all right. She'll be okay. Let let her let her fly away and go try to stop this war and all this other bullshit, you know, like." again plot holes and inconsistencies and things that just don't make fucking sense (laughs) and then you have this again this is a small island it's not like a huge island it's a small fucking island yeah and there's all these fucking you know fucking product placement porgs and shit all over the island Uh. and then you have the porgs and the millennium falcon later on just a bunch of stupid shit and then you have these fucking again for more trying to attempt uh, comedic effect and probably make more toys and collectibles they had these fucking you know jedi temple nuns or whatever the jedi have been dead for generations and you're yeah. telling me that these fucking you know and darth vader uh, according to canon made it a point to hunt down the jedi temples and destroy them all of them so we have luke in this old jedi temple with a force tree with the fucking literature about the jedi on this island with these fucking nun- fish nuns that a- are there for comedic effect to sh- yell at Ray every time she does something stupid. Again, very prequely. Yeah. Very prequely. All of which uh, uh,
1: somehow Darth Vader has managed to completely forget about or just overlook.
0: <sighs> yeah, and they just... <sighs> they, they literally make the Jedi, Luke and Yoda specifically into just these kind of neutered basically what they hate because yeah. Luke wants to go burn the forest tree and the temple and destroy the literature. They literally make the Jedi into book burners. And not oh. only not only does Luke who is having doubts, you know, he wants to end the Jedi cuz he thinks it's going to continue this s- circular path. Yeah. But then he has doubts and then Yoda shows up as a ghost puppet thing. I guess. And acts like an idiot and goes, oh, um, you can go ahead and do it, Luke. Whatever. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. And, and then fucking Yoda summons like a lightning bolt that goes down, strikes the forestry. Yoda and, fucking burns it! And burns the forestry and the literature. So not only are the Jedi basically dead, even though <laughs> Luke goes, I'm not the last Jedi. I won't be the last Jedi. <laughs> and which contradicts the title of the fucking movie. Uh, yeah. Um, they literally turned the Jedi into what they hated most, which is destructive, book-burning terrorists. Which is exactly what Darth Vader was. Oh, That's why? exactly what Darth Vader was. Yeah.
1: Yeah, when he wasn't killing children. Uh, and and what? their
0: explanation... Their ex- <laughs> you want to go into uh, it? I feel like I've been talking my ass off.
1: The explanation <laughs> from your... Uh, Ray already has everything
0: that those books possess. You mean words the t- <laughs> from Yoda? You mean the 10 minutes of training <laughs> where Luke said, Fuck that, you're a dark side minion. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. You're going to the dark side guaranteed.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and Yoda's you, just like, yeah, ah, nah, Fuck it. Like, uh, oh, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. She'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs>
0: It. I must fuck. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) God fucking damn it. And of all the fucking Force ghosts to appear, why would it be Yoda? And then Ben trained him. And then Ben coached him as a space ghost, which I think is a dumb plot line in Star Wars altogether. I hate the whole fucking Jedi ghost thing, especially when they just give up for no reason, which another thing I don't like about this movie. Oh, yeah. Luke just... uh, Disappears. I, I'm old. Fuck it. I'm old. <laughs> Fuck this. <laughs> Fuck you all. <laughs> give, give me out. Not I'm my problem. Out right now. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just so. <laughs> that's a Star Wars great, but this movie it just, again with inconsistencies and things that just don't. And I get, yeah, you, know, you know, what do you do? Do you bring back Ewan McGregor and have him <laughs> stand in as Obi Wan, which is already a problem with the re edits of the original trilogy where they had, you know, fucking christiansen show Uh, up as (laughs) as darth vader slash anakin at the end and just (laughs) probably the most sacrilegious thing to happen to those movies but we saw what they did with leia and grandma tarkin in rogue one yeah and this was a fucking cg ghost not only a cg ghost a cg ghost of a fucking puppet (laughs) you're telling me they couldn't do a cg ghost that was convincing of the old obi-wan Right, I so don't maybe th- just stand there. and I just think kind of something. I think that would have made a lot more sense. Yeah, but I think they just wanted an excuse to put Yoda in one of these movies, and they just couldn't figure out a re up. They couldn't figure out a logical reason to put him in the movies. So they're like, "Yeah, <laughs> we'll make him a book burner and an asshole," <laughs> like of all people to appear. You would think it'd be his dad, Obi Wan. It, it, no, they choose Yoda because Yoda's iconic, and we need an excuse to sell more toys. Like <laughs> the, the, the movie, uh, just it it just hurts. It just hurts all the way down. Yeah, there's just so much, and just I I had I think maybe I'm guilty of high expectations here, but the trajectory of Force Awakens and Rogue One gave me all the confidence in the world that they were gonna do right. Right, because they gave them such a strong foundation, and they squandered all of it. Not only did they squander all of it, but they just ruined a lot of it yeah some that's not really salvageable anymore you know stuff that could have made them cool dynamic characters and just completely made them inconsistent incoherent (laughs) nonsensical characters yeah
1: the Um, nonsensical being like my biggest issue with this whole thing is like a lot of it just it doesn't fit or it doesn't make sense it
0: does not make sense at all are there are there any other island things that you can remember not specifically. I mean, we got the Jedi book burners. I think that one, to me, was the most egregious. Because yeah. that's everything the Jedi are against.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Is, like, you, you... you literally
0: did exactly what Darth Vader does. Ugh. And your excuse? Rey has everything she needs. Like, go fuck yourself. No, she doesn't. She's gravitating. To, she's attracted to the dark side. And <laughs> she's been training for 10 minutes. <laughs> the only person left that has any actual Jedi training is Kylo Ren after Luke. And he's an asshole. (laughs) He's already a fucking Sith. So, like, (laughs) that doesn't make sense. There's no reason for that to happen at all. And then Yoda not only encourages it, but he fucking does it himself. (laughs) Fucking summons lightning and fucking strikes the tree. Also, if you have the power to do that, why aren't you solving these fucking problems for us? Like, immediately? You can summon force lightning from beyond the grave. But you can't fucking help us solve the stupid fucking problem we got going on with this fucking space asshole, uh, this fucking Snoke that isn't explained whatsoever that came out of nowhere. But apparently Luke and Leia and Han knew him, <laughs> like <laughs> we and we what? And we still have no explanation. And there's probably not an explanation in sight because, spoiler alert, again, you you should have seen this movie if y- you're listening. Yeah, uh, they fucking kill him. Yeah, they fucking Darth Maul him, oh. and not even like with a cool Jedi fight first. He's sitting in his chair, gloating, and Kylo Ren like, pst- kind of obviously... <laughs> don't,
1: don't look at this hand. Don't look at this hand. Look over here. Look don't, over here. Don't look at, look look at look this at hand. Look at me pointing this at Ray. look this- Yes!
0: I got him! <laughs> and then he cuts him in half and kills him, and we're like, okay. Like, I expected that to happen at some point, probably, where, you know, somebody tries to ascend the throne, you know? Because that's what sis do, yeah. you know? And that's what, you know... Uh, Sidious did to Plagueis or whatever, according, to, according the according to books, stories and yeah. the prequels or whatever. So, uh, <laughs> I, that was what surprised me. What surprised me is that we got no explanation whatsoever about him. Have no idea who he is, how he got his scar, how he got to power, why uh, Luke and Han and Leia know him, how he contacted Kylo Ren in the first fucking place, and why he contacted Kylo Ren in the first fucking place. Yeah. Like, if he's so Force-sensitive, wouldn't he have sensed fucking Rey and been like, hey, Rey is much easier to get to because he's not protected by f- a fucking Jedi. And I'll go get the fucking yeah, salvage-yard fucking slave. Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't have to be taught a yeah. damn thing who apparently is b- be- better and stronger than everybody anyway just <sighs> so without training without explanation you know think back to the the original movies luke gets trained by obi-wan a, a lot and then by yoda a significant amount before yoda dies yeah and then he has all the experience to go along with it he was already a fighter pilot you know experienced pilot he was already you know he had done all these excursions and fought all these monsters, you know, the fucking yak yaks or whatever they're called, and, you know, fought Darth Vader, you know, and <laughs> done, done all these things and saved the princess. And he had experience, he had training, he had expertise. And even he wasn't even close to as powerful as Rey has been in these movies. Yeah. And as competent with a lightsaber as Rey has been in all these movies. As and Luke, immediately competent. And Luke surpassed Darth Vader, supposedly according to these movies, he surpassed his father, who was thought to be the strongest Jedi of all time. And not only that, but he has the additional experience of the fucking space ghost teaching him everything in the form of Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon Jinn and whoever else wants to fucking show up. Right. (laughs) And Yoda, (laughs) training him from beyond the grave on these fucking temples for the past, what, 20, 30 years or whatever it's been. Because even when you're dead, the job's not done. And somehow Ugh. he is still nothing compared to Ray. Mm, it so doesn't dumb. make sense. And we're supposed to buy this entire movie, by the both the beginning and the end of this movie, we're supposed to buy that Kylo is the new big bad and that Ray is the new big good. And neither of them are even close to competent. Either of them. Both are stupid. (laughs) Both make bad decisions. Both don't know how to use the Force properly. Neither one finished their training like the first movie alluded to, like he was supposed to, which is the whole reason he didn't try to kill fucking Snoke because he wanted the training. That's the whole reason he went to Snoke in the first place, so that didn't make sense. And then Rey didn't even start her fucking training, so... (laughs) You, <laughs> it, it, nothing matters. There's so many fucking loose threads just blowing in the wind and setting on fire. You know, just <laughs> at, at the end of the day, this is what I've learned from this movie:
1: nothing matters. No. absolutely nothing.
0: And it, it, it bums me out so much. I'm not even a big Star Wars guy. I say this all the time. I make fun of the Star Wars names and the comic readouts every week because we got 800 of them. And I have actually read some of the canon, like the new canon Star Wars books that and darth vader like stops an entire fucking army and fleet of ships trying to shoot him by himself because he's that fucking badass but luke meanwhile is this little bitch on an island that doesn't even bother to show up (laughs) his big moment he's not even there for and it's so stupid and cowardly and useless and he becomes a fucking force ghost or whatever, you know, just like Obi-Wan does at the end, you know, which he I, ex- I expected them to copy that. I didn't, yeah. I saw that coming a mile away, but I thought he was going to have his big moment where he showed why he's a Jedi master, why he's considered more powerful and why he surpassed Darth Vader, why he's been studying at these temples and learned all the old literature and found tracked down the temples and wanted to start his own, you know, branch of the Jedi again and do all these things and they just squandered it all, squandered it, and that's what bums me out the most. And Mark Hamill doesn't deserve this. Uh, the fans don't deserve this. You know, Disney. I. They're trying to get their money worth and shoving a bunch of shit in. You know, and like I understand, there's the Disney hand and everything. Yeah. But usually, Disney I'd, they have a good track record. It's like usually it's like 75 percent good to great. You know. Yeah. But this one is just so far off base, and it it takes everything that was done prior well. You know, and Rogue One and uh, The Force Awakens and the strong foundation and the strong actors with the actors that play Rey and Finn and Poe Dameron. And obviously the old cast where you got Han and Leia and Luke and just completely just tears it all to shreds, throws it out and inserts a bunch of nonsense that's just not good. <laughs> and it's just um, it, this, speaking of old characters. Yeah. Um Chewie. Chewie. Oh. Chewie doesn't do anything. Literally. He's there to pilot the ship when Ray's doing shit. That's it.
1: <laughs> he almost eats a porg.
0: He, almost. Yeah, that's it. That's his one funny, well, two funny moments. He breaks down Luke's door, and he tries to eat a, a porg that he has already cooked in front of the porg, which is having the fucking di- him the Disney, Disney rocket raccoon eyes. Yeah, you know. it's like-
1: Please don't eat this thing you've already killed and cooked.
0: Yeah, and I got I got some entertainment out of that, but then the porgs like from that point on were just more and more of a toy grab where they kept being inserted into the scenes, and I was just like, okay, like and like I think you told me this. Yeah, and I noticed that it was true for this movie. They never call them porgs in the movie. Not
1: once. So are they referred to by name? Literally,
0: the marketing and merchandising teams are what inserted what they are into our brains. Oh, they are yeah. so successful at their jobs before the movie even came out and before these things that even existed on the screen and when they were on screen were never mentioned.
1: Everyone knew what they were. Everybody knows what they are. Yeah.
0: And knows that their toys exist. That is one fucking ruthless Ooh. merchandise and advertising team, man. Like, you better Damn. buy these
1: fucking things.
0: Um, any other island things that I'm missing? <sighs> No. I mean, I think we covered... There's so much wrong with the, the fucking temples. I, I mean, Much like the I show wanted, Lost,
1: I want to get off the island.
0: I wanted like more explanation with the tree and with the temple. And I, I wanted, wanted to see the, what the books were. And they talked about how there's a light side of the temple and the dark side of the temple. Never bother with the light side of the temple. They just go straight to the devil's anus straight
1: um, into the anus i
0: would like to know what the books were like you said who wrote them were they from the old republic or whatever is there some kind of canon stuff and i'm sure they're gonna insert some fucking generic bullshit into one of the comics and be like you can go read the comics if you want to find out are they gonna make some fucking you know animated tv show that makes up a bunch of bullshit that isn't consistent with the films like yeah. they have in the past
1: you can shove all that in the devil's
0: anus yeah so yeah whole all of the island stuff just a waste. I thought that was going to be so cool and they were going to do so many cool things with it and have the weird interactions and, you know, the knowledge and explain some of the lore and really take the opportunity to really flesh things out and make, you know, explain what Luke's been doing. Explain, you know, what this temple is, how this temple exists. Why didn't Darth Vader find it? Maybe g- tell us some of the old Jedi knowledge that had been lost because all the Jedi were fucking killed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like like the, anything. Anything anything something they gave us nothing literally nothing and i would argue less than nothing because they ruined things that were already established yeah um so yeah Jesus, big, they did big big issues with that and then the connection scenes i guess we can get into that next and, th- and next up that brings us to uh, you know the, the fucking force connection scenes with the awkward shirtless stuff and <laughs> between rilo or excuse me, Kylo and uh, might as well be Rylo. It uh, doesn't fucking
1: matter what his name is. Kylo
0: Ren and Ray.
1: God damn it. Can't, th- this is this is just another in a list of red herrings throughout this entire fucking movie. Uh, this I'm gonna talk about this one for just a second. Go for this, it. This This set of scenes, this entire fucking subplot that they'd been slowly pushing throughout this entire thing, trying to, one, make a connection to one of the expectations that people might have had, or fan theory. Two, something that makes kind of sense as to why it is that these two characters are having to interact with each other at all. And three we need to tie in this other couple of people who have this very mystical connection to each other. Not just because they're fucking space siblings, but because they're space force-sensitive siblings. We're going to take these characters and have them do a parallel connection to these two characters in order to maybe make people think, oh my god, are they are they related could they be related is this the fi- is this the answer to all of the theories that people have had on the internet no the answer is a resounding no you know what the answer is snoke snoke <laughs> snoke being a fucker
0: see this didn't bother me too much it's more like how they did it that bothered me and because I don't care. I, red herrings are there to throw you off and then surprise you at the end. That's what they were going for, which is fine. Um, it's just the execution with the awkward nipple scenes and the the weird brooding between them, the two where it didn't really matter, it didn't really amount to much, and then this, the dry Kylo Ren. Oh, um, Ema Ren.
1: Uh, uh, it's like, you, oh, you found me without my top on. What do you think of my, my shirtless body? Hmm? <laughs> And my oh. chest type pants <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 what, what do you mean you, you don't want me to you don't want me to talk to you right now hmm? you think it's weird
0: and the thing <laughs> is they they make a big deal because at first when he starts seeing Ray he's going how are you doing this you know even the most elite, you know forest users would be drained you know by this and would you know be crippled by this or whatever else which Kind of makes what Luke does at the end a little cooler because he's taking that up to the next step. But um, this, again, implies that Snoke is this super powerful, all-powerful dude, and yet he goes out like a bitch. <laughs> <for> <laughs> You're telling me he didn't notice the right hand or left hand of Kylo? Uh, again, callback, s- don't look at this hand. This guy is so don't powerful and so force-sensitive that he can't, Feel the intent. He can't feel the actual force action of the rotating fucking lightsaber about to engage. literally right next to him, not like a distant part of the town. It's not thrown at him. It's literally rotated in his lap, like on the countertop right next to his lap, and he doesn't notice. And he's like what? How, that's that. Just they took everything that made him powerful and intimidating and cool in those scenes. And you just threw it in the garbage and went, but he's a punk-ass bitch who got tricked anyway. I'm going to make that scene sound even more
1: dumb. You know who else was in the room? About a dozen fucking guards.
0: <laughs> who also did not notice the hand or the force things. Apparently, these, things, these fucking guards are forced something. Because they were keeping up with these fucking Jedi and fucking Sith Lord. You uh. know? <laughs> no, he is not a Sith Lord. Fuck
1: that. Ugh. Fuck that noise. He is a Sith wannabe. Sith and wannabe. Ray, S- and, Sith fanboy. Yeah, and Rey is a fucking Force user. She is not a Jedi. She, for all intents and purposes, she uses the Force, but is not bound to anyone. Yeah, it's set, a s- set of powers or beliefs or anything.
0: Yeah, it's so dumb. It's and so it, dumb. It, it took something that I thought was a cool like idea and red herring and you know, set up and just completely squandered it yet again. Because at the end, all this hype about him being so powerful, he can project into both of these people's minds without them realizing it. Not only project into their minds, but project each other, <laughs> two separate entities, into their minds without them knowing, you know, fucking probably fucking star systems away from each other and shit with Snook. Luke overwatching <laughs> with Luke fucking there monitoring this shit but then he just he just dies like that and it doesn't matter
1: you know what pisses me off about this whole thing you know who played snoke andy fucking circus gollum
0: squeals <laughs> not a <laughs> oh, they they <laughs> killed the precious. <coughs>
1: ah. Oh my God! That nearly killed me. That's the
0: the helmet Yes, The precious helmet.
1: I I just want to watch
0: the Lord of the Rings again. <laughs> <laughs> just I watch a good w- movie to get the taste of this one out. Please, yeah. oh, oh, it man. hurts. But yeah, that. It sucks, because that scene, everything that happens after the Snoke death is pretty cool. Everything that happens before the Snoke death is pretty cool. It's just, it diminishes everything surrounding Snoke. And again, it drives on the fact that we didn't get any answers. None. None. And I guarantee you, there's gonna be some kind of fucking stupid thing that we gotta watch. Some fucking, you know, extra nine movies that we gotta watch that tells his backstory and how they got together and uh, how Luke and Han and Leia know him, which is gonna be hard to do with Carrie Fisher fucking dead. (laughs) And you know, uh, Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill, you know, love them. They're pretty old, especially Harrison Ford, man. Yeah, (laughs) he's quite a bit older than Mark Hamill too. Uh, these people aren't gonna be around, around long enough to flush this guy out. So why aren't you flushing him out now? Instead, he just this all-powerful dude that is so powerful he can do something that would make most force users fucking die of exhaustion. And he does it like it's no big deal. But then he goes yeah. out. He goes out because he doesn't notice the thing on his fucking <laughs> recliner fucking end table rotating towards him. It's fucking dumb. While the it- guy doing it is directly in front of him. And with guards everywhere watching, completely fucking dumb, and it sucks because the fight scene afterward was really cool. The whole like manipulating and torturing, you know, Ray and talking shit to Kylo about how he's so dumb and he's, he's using <laughs> he, he just manipulated him because he's a fucking idiot. Like all that stuff was cool and would have had great substance if it wasn't for everything that led up to it fucking it over and then the scene where snoke dies i don't have a problem with snoke dying but that way after all this hype you gave him all after all this mystique was built up with the first movie and all this menacing intent and power i thought you know if anything luke would confront him or something and then kylo ren would you know fucking take advantage of luke weakening him or something to kill him and then seize power or something along those lines that, that that's what that, i thought
1: that's what we deserved
0: like that's what I thought when we got closer to that scene would probably happen and then I was completely wrong and that's it's not my expectations that make it bad it's that it was bad I would have take, welcomed anything that surprised me that I didn't even predict or think about or anything if it made sense if it was consistent and coherent it wasn't
1: this is this is again uh, the thing that um, Empire Strikes back succeeded at that last Jedi failed at. This movie somehow manages to ignore the fact that, one, it's part of a trilogy, and two, that things need to be carried on after this. Like, there, there are some parts of this that make it seem like, oh, no, they're going to have to, I don't know, see where Ray goes again after being chased by the Empire, because... Yeah. Everyone hates the Millennium Falcon, um, but th- this movie, this movie had an ending that was so final that I really would not care to see a movie after it. This the movie that because it was so final and stupid. <laughs> That I'm almost immediately not interested in watching another one. I don't fucking care about Ryan Johnson's Star Wars trilogy of his own that they gave him. You know what this made me feel?
0: This made me feel like this was like a Ryan Johnson fan fiction film. Yes. Like, I feel like everything in this movie was a bad fan fiction of a person that didn't really care about keeping things straight. Yeah. This- and just like wrote some big stupid moments that he thought would be cool and some terrible jokes that he thought was funny because he's a fucking weirdo <laughs> I, and I don't know. to
1: loosely try to connect all of these cool ideas yeah. that he had together. And
0: again, I'm putting a lot of blame on Ryan Johnson. He probably didn't write most of this stuff. Most of the stuff probably came from somewhere else or got, you know, pushed by some Disney executive or something. You know, something along those lines probably happened. It's probably not all Ryan Johnson's fault. But Ryan Johnson is the final say in the editing of this movie. And there's so much in this movie that should have just been edited out. Just cut There's at least an hour's worth of content in this movie that should have been cut out and completely, like, entire plot threads that should not have been in this movie. Entire fucking sequences that should not have been in this movie. And again, this movie takes place over the course of, like, 24, 48 hours. Yeah. That's it. That's this entire movie. All the other movies happen over the course of, you know, huge spans of time, you know? Like, months, years sometimes. Like,
1: this movie happens
0: over two days it's, again, taking something very
1: big, something very, very big, and trying to make it as small as you fucking can.
0: It's so awkwardly done. And that is Ryan Johnson's fault. That is exclusively Ryan Johnson's fault. Yeah. Because he had the final say in how this movie was edited. You know, there were the typical Star Wars-isms that you can rely on to kind of inst- instill some nostalgia and keep the audience in their seats, you know. But in the end, he he didn't execute. <laughs> he didn't execute. No, so uh, that's a big issue. Um, the fight scene, I, th- I again, I th- we're beating up this movie a lot. There were cool things. The warp thing, even though it didn't make sense, looked cool. Yeah. Um. That was and
1: what very well done visually.
0: And the audio stopping at that moment was really cool. Had a really awesome, you know, feeling to it. Yeah. Um, really I, strong I will impact. say that
1: I was taken by surprise by that.
0: Yeah. Um. The fight scene with. Kylo and Ray fighting together against these fucking Force Guards, whatever. That even also though it took c- me by surprise, even though the context was stupid, it was a cool scene. It was an awesome scene, and i I really didn't ex I didn't expect the end of that, <laughs> which I thought was kind of stupid, but oh, I th- yeah, it, it kind of made s- sense. Yeah. Um, that goes into another thing that's never s- shown or explained. At the end of that fight, they're fighting over Luke's original lightsaber which Ray has been using yeah, and it breaks in half and somehow causes an explosion. Don't know how that works, but okay, I'll go with it. <laughs> it knocks them both out. And then Ray doesn't appear again until she's on the millennium Falcon with fucking jar or not jar, uh, fucking Chewbacca and the fucking Porgs shooting ships that are attacking these little ski ships at the big final scene, the last stand of the resistance or whatever. Yeah. And it's never explained how she got off the ship. It's never explained how she got off the fucking Sith ship. She's in the fucking command center. How does she get off? How does she get on the fucking (laughs) Millennium Falcon?
1: In a movie that's already two and a half fucking hours, How is there still stuff
0: missing? Yes, exactly. Oh, my (laughs) God. And, like, we like to beat up on BVS all the time. Yes, we do. This movie has more problems, in my opinion, than the BVS movie does. Because BVS, very similar. A lot of stupid forced jokes that didn't work. A lot of, like, weird lines and scenes that didn't really work. A handful of really cool moments that, you know... Maybe convince you that it's worth the fucking ticket price, yeah, uh, and the universe building, but that's about it. And then you know, the more you think about the movie, get the worse it gets, and the movie's super long, but still missing things, still missing critical information. Yeah, and that's exactly what we criticize BVS for, make fun of BVS for. Yeah, and I feel the same way about this movie, except I don't have the fucking fan affiliation that I have with Batman. Right. <laughs> so it's like, just a, I, I like Star Wars. I have nostalgia about Star Wars, but I don't have that like ultimate fan like tendency towards star wars so it's even worse to me in that way and that sucks because you have such a great cast and you had such a great foundation with the you know original movies even some of the stuff from the prequels they they gave you some good things to work with (laughs) and and they took the worst parts of it in this movie and used those and it's just It's just... J.J. Abrams set you up so perfectly. Rogue One gave you all the hype you could ever need and all the, like, positive vibes you could ever need and just it squandered from beginning to end. And it's on the writers. It's on, um, you know, Ryan Johnson as director. It's probably on some Disney executives. I don't know. Uh, yeah. And there, uh, it's definitely... Some of it's definitely on, like, their merchandise people. <laughs> like, it's just... There's so many bad things. And... Um, yeah, yeah it, that, for me, it's always going to come down to
1: the story, and the story looks rushed, and it feels rushed.
0: It really rushed, yeah. And then, Which e- is
1: weird, because this movie, it makes you feel every minute of those two and a half hours. And then the
0: big reveal of uh, all these forced messages, and then eventually meeting up with each other, and talking with Snoke and stuff. Yeah. Your parents were nobodies. your parents sold you for some alcohol and some money and they said fuck you go be a slave and left you because they're just people
1: (laughs) yeah you're you're nobody you're you're not even supposed to be here you're (laughs) ray you're nothing You're, you're you're really nothing. I, I don't even know why I'm fighting you. This is
0: but if you come with me you can be something by the uh, association. I I,
1: mm. I will I will turn you into something. <laughs> something for dark side. You can milk my, my, mm. oh no. my weird man boobs. You can unzip
0: my weird chest tight, skin tight pants. Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm sorry uh, Adam
1: Driver I am so sorry but man so
0: we've covered <coughs> never explaining oh. getting off the Nazis ship yep um we've covered the stupid island stuff we covered the stupid force vision stuff uh we covered the whole fucking floating through space running away for 2 oh. days storyline we covered that rose sucks um In case
1: you forgot, Rose sucks.
0: And we covered that they squandered Finn. We covered that uh, Poe Dameron thinks he's in Top Gun. Um, (laughs) And not in a good way. Not in a good way. Uh, Goddamn, guys. Come on. We realized that the command staff of both groups are terrible at their jobs. Yeah. Hux is awful. The purple-haired woman is awful. People in (laughs) leadership, they just sucked at their job. They both suck at their job. And now we get to the big ending where we're... (laughs) whatever handful of fucking ships that escaped because again, plot hell after plot hole, uh, made Benicio del Toro tell the fucking Nazis to shoot their little pod ships instead of the main ship or whatever. Um, The handful of ships that do make it to the surface get there, get into this old base where they have fucking Battleship the board game as their fucking command modules. They they literally open (laughs) up and it's fucking Battleship, Mm. but just like shit taped to it. (laughs) God, that's so weird. And uh, those are their little... How did that pass? uh, That's their little command stations, which they don't use, by the way, because they immediately run away anyway. (laughs) A fucking course. And they... They go into these little ski ship things that go across the salt plain. Also, this is true of all, like, sci-fi stuff. Conveniently, there's enough oxygen for everybody on all these fucking planets. But, you know. Uh, Of course. I'll put that aside for a second. So we got these fucking ski ships, which is probably, once again, just to give you more toys that you can make and sell. (laughs) Um, And they go on these rickety fucking ski ships with Finn and Rose... And uh, Poe Dameron and a handful of other people that are still around. Yeah. And the Sith have dropped all these fucking walkers and, you know, like this fucking laser drill thing that they're going to use to break down the barricade. and Fucking big ass cannon. Yeah, to get yeah. at them. And <coughs> this is the mm. part of the movie where they absolutely could have redeemed Finn in this movie. Great in the first movie again. Should have been the focus again because he was the focus in the first movie. Yeah. But again, we're just we're gonna forget all that stuff. Yeah. Fuck it. Um. And we have Finn going to try to you know basically Poe has learned his lesson from being an asshole. <laughs> He's like all right, everybody pull back. We're not gonna make it. And Finn's like, fuck it. I'm gonna make it. I'm not gonna let these assholes break in and kill everybody. This is the last. Whatever last last stand. Fucking basically. 40 people. <coughs> and the one hmm. thing they do use the modules for, by the way, is to send out a signal, a stress signal, to all the other planets on the galaxy that are part of the Republic, and all of them are like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Which, uh, again, like, is eh. just stupid. You have a long-term established Republic, and you're just going to like, all right, this They're terrorist, say all this these terrorist group, group came back. Right. Uh, yeah, It's not worth it. <laughs> So and th- and then the whole like end of the movie is about them having hope that we've lit a spark in the rebellion. I'm like, you were a goddamn republic, right? Like a week ago, what and the none hell of happened? Your, and none of your allies responded to you, probably because you're all fucking stupid. You're all fucking morons, and you don't know how to run a fucking military. <laughs> and you just you destroyed all your bombers to destroy one ship when there's going to be eight to replace them. Yeah. Um, You fucking (laughs) don't cover your fucking command center with a shield. Um, You fled the fucking plant, the fucking base that somehow got compromised some way, somehow through plot holes uh, with three ships, one support, one medic and one main ship. You let the medic and support ships go to fucking shit and get destroyed. And then you fucked up the plan because you didn't want to divulge to your fucking command group. What the plan was (laughs) <laughs> and so they went rogue uh, and read a mutiny and this led to more people being killed because somehow Benicio Del Toro is fucking psychic and knew what the fuck was going on. <laughs> it,
1: it doesn't help that communication was absolute yeah, shit across the. And at teams. the end of
0: this movie, they're down to what, like 15 people? <laughs> I like, guess. If they're, if I'm being generous at that. I don't yeah. think there's that many people.
1: We had to fit all of these fuckers on the Millennium
0: Falcon. It can't be more than like yes, 15. Right? Oh. Which which, again, one of those people is dead in real life. <laughs> Carrie Fisher's fucking dead. But she's still alive at the end of this movie. How did we forget that? And so How did we forget that? And so we have this big fucking epic desert thing and then who comes to ruin the fucking redeeming moment for finn again would have been shitty if he died but uh, it was already they already ruined him in this movie to begin with so at least that would have redeemed him a little bit yeah and then rose comes through rams him almost kills both of them i don't see how that solves anything and then delivers the worst line in this entire series prequels included Jar Jar Banks included oh. She goes You don't win a war By destroying those you hate You win a war by saving those you love I was like Bitch The last 15 people To fight this fucking rebellion Are in that building And if Luke Ghost Who you don't know is coming yet Hadn't showed up Literally all of you would be dead All, all of, of them. you, And you almost killed the two of you trying to save the ones you love and then she gives the stupid awkward peck kiss and then dies well not dies (laughs) but faints like in the most just awkward horrible acting terrible line delivery and Finn now has to have the stupid love interest with her where he's already got a love interest kind of going on with Ray and (laughs)
1: this is the thing that I think is going to be really really funny about this whole movie there's a, there's a little, can't talk. There is a saying, never meet your heroes. This is the opposite of that.
0: Never meet your fans.
1: <laughs> heroes never meet your fans. Uh, they will so make well. you worse.
0: <laughs> All right. So we establish again, once again, if you had forgotten from the beginning of the movie, Rose is still the worst character ever. Yeah. Uh, Barely maybe marginally better than Jar Jar Binks, but in that moment, worse than any character moment ever. And I'd
1: say she's worse than Jar Jar. Because yeah. Because Jar Jar, Jar bad. doesn't actually in the grand scheme of things affect any of the other characters. Yeah. Rose manages to take a good character and bring him down.
0: That's absolutely true. Oh. And it sucks.
1: It fucking chaps it my sucks. ass. God
0: and fucking damn it. I don't want to be that guy. But I kind of feel like both were very miscalculated diversity moves. Whereas the diminishing Finn's role in this movie was in response to the fucking kind of racist backlash of the, the Force Awakens where people were bitching that Finn was the protagonist yeah. in the Star Wars movie. And I'm like, go fuck yourselves. Yeah. Finn is an awesome character and he deserves to be the fucking protagonist. Not only is he an awesome character, but his start point is... Is probably one of
1: the most intriguing and in relatable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's <laughs> like you start out he's realizing he's just a guy. He, he's just a guy who realizes he's on the wrong side of history. Yes, It's like, I, are we the baddies? And
0: I think that that like kind of racist backlash was what kind of diminished him in this movie. That combined with Poe Dameron being liked, yeah, I think that's what made him kind of diminished in this movie. And then I think they took the opposite approach with um Rose Rose where uh because Donnie Chen and uh his uh I can't remember the other guy's name the big guy with the giant gatling gun and Rogue One oh, they got yeah, such yeah, a yeah. positive response for including people of you know Asian ethnicities in their movies yeah That they're like, oh, we got to insert one into this one. Oh, yeah. And so they inserted the worst possible character they could have possibly chosen. Not because she's Asian, but because she's a bad character. (laughs) And she not only is a bad character, but diminishes the characters around her. And it sucks that this is the case. Because instead of
1: giving Rose character, for some reason, we're giving Rose... Basically, what would be the point of entry viewpoint, where it's kind of like Jubilee with the X-Men's, like, how what would happen if this person who didn't know about any of these people suddenly got inserted into this, like, completely yeah. different world?
0: And, like, again, she just... Like, much probably should have killed her. Her contributions literally don't help anybody. In fact, they hurt people. They get people killed. Yeah. Her contributions get people killed.
1: <laughs> like, one of the first things that she does is she meets Finn, and then after realizing that, oh, he might not be up to any good, she goes and fucking tases him.
0: See, when he was trying to like leave, I thought, oh, okay, he's gonna go to the island trying to find Ray or whatever with the little wrist thing, which is another plot hole. Somehow, the wrist thing that he is wearing that he stole off of Leia's body to find Ray ends up on Poe Dameron's wrist when he's talking to Leia. That is never explained. That is another plot hole, and Leia takes the fucking tracker back. It hurts. None of that is explained. None of it. So I'm makes guessing sense. there was some kind of cutout scenes, and they just forgot. Same with the Luke's I guess. Luke's lightsaber. They're like, oh fuck, we forgot. Or they're like, you know, it's really hard to make something on green screen green. <laughs> so let's make it blue. <laughs> well, shit. So there's just so much of that in this movie, and it hurts. <laughs> it, it physically hurts me, oh. like just thinking about it. Oh. Ugh. So the, the, we have this big epic moment that gets completely ruined by Rose once again. Yeah. Um, and then we have this kind of weird scene where Luke shows up in the back, which again leads to another plot hole because they say, Oh, there must be a way out of here. Cause Luke came from somewhere in the back. Luke got in here f- some other way. Luke was a fucking ghost. He could have got there any fucking way he wanted to. Not just that. The direction
1: from which he came, if I'm not mistaken, was actually from the direction from which the laser was actually shooting, (laughs) which is the front. (laughs) So we have two things. like Luke got in here somehow. Maybe it was from the back.
0: No. So we have two writing things that are wrong blatantly wrong and misplaced and again incoherent plot holes there's so many plot there's there's more plot holes in this movie than i think i've ever seen in a single movie before i can't think of a single movie that had more plot holes than this and i am including the room
1: oh it's like Like, plot swiss cheese
0: sounds like that sounds like a joke it's not a joke there are so if you take the nostalgia and the sensationalism of some of the cool scenes and put them aside and the you know all these great actors and put them aside the plot alone is just riddled with holes everywhere everywhere
1: (laughs) (laughs) next movie (laughs) (laughs) no
0: it's so bad so we get this thing that's not explained and I think I honestly think that's why they they put in the fucking CG crystalline cat things. Oh yeah. I think they put those in explicitly because they're like, "Oh fuck, we were totally wrong. We didn't expect him to be a fucking ghost. Oh fuck, we got to rewrite this. We got to put something here so they can follow them." <laughs> Did we literally
1: write ourselves into a corner?
0: I think that has something to do with the reshoots, honestly. I think yeah. they had one plot and then they decided to make Luca a ghost <laughs> instead. A projection or whatever and then they're like oh fuck we got to rewrite this but they forgot to take out again ryan johnson's fault they forgot to take out the scene where fucking poe dameron goes well luke came from somewhere i honestly think that there's just so many oversights and i think it's all on ryan johnson and I again,
1: most likely not wrong,
0: probably had a lot of issues with the writing and the rewrites and the reshoots and the issue with Carrie Fisher dying. But none of those things were even addressed. So it's right. It, it falls solely on Ryan Johnson. <laughs> oh. um, so finally, we get the big moment. We we have Luke talk about fucking Leia's hair when he himself has a weird haircut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for some reason, he's projecting his former self, but with the wrong lightsaber. Because, you know, reasons. I guess. Uh, I thought, you know, maybe he's projecting his former self so he can mess with Kylo a little bit. But then yeah. he uses the wrong lightsaber. So all that goes out the window. Yeah.
1: Um, On top of the whole, I'm going to basically stall him by
0: never actually touching him. Yeah. and he goes
1: Like, I, I don't want him to see through the illusion. And he
0: goes out and he, he takes something that was a cool premise. I thought the whole idea of having, you know, Hux, even though I hate him, and Kylo, even though I hate him, as these two dichonic, uh, d- dichotomies trying to f- you know fight with each other for power in this organization in the future going into the third movie, um, I thought that was a cool idea, a cool premise, and I was like, oh, this could actually morph into something really cool where you have some, like almost like three or four factions going on, you know? Yeah. Because where the splits happen and they fight and whatever else. Instead, what they do. Is they have Kylo say, fuck those rebels. <laughs> and I think they literally say rebel scum at some point. Uh, maybe it's the Captain Phasma scene or whatever. Yeah. Uh, they literally, t- which is so cringeworthy. They, t- <laughs> they, He tells them to barrage, you know, fucking Luke, who's this, and he doesn't know yet, but force projection. And based on the canon, the current canon in the Star Wars comics where Darth Vader stops like the whole army and like destroys all the ships and stuff just with the force alone and then like that scene that confirms that jedi can stop these things with kylo ren stopping the bolt oh yeah i thought that this was going to be luke's big moment to shine and this is where he shows his stuff and shows who he is and he confronts these people and you know buys time for the resistance and sacrifices himself that way and then becomes a force ghost and trains ray in the third movie that's what i thought was going to happen instead we get this fucking force projection thing Where he literally has not left this island the entire movie. He's sitting on a fucking rock, long hair, fat gut and all, (laughs) uh, drinking this fucking titty milk and not giving a fuck uh, while he's projecting this fucking younger version of himself um, to piss off Kylo and buy time. Again, something he has no control or idea about because clearly he hasn't been able to sense any of this other shit. (laughs) Right. Um, Ugh. Again, inconsistencies with this fucking plot. And Kylo shoots him. Nothing happens. I thought, you know, again, per canon, it would be like Darth Vader since he's more powerful than Darth Vader and he surpassed his father. So it makes sense that he has some kind of overwhelming ability and he's going to stress himself out, strain himself, trying to, you know, make a demonstration and buy time or whatever. That's what I thought. And then Kylo goes, fuck that. All of you hold your positions. I'm going down there. I'm going to fight him. I thought this would have been a key moment where you had a cool instance where Hux goes, fuck you. We're going to kill those guys. They're going to get away. Fuck you. And then they fight or something. That's what I thought was going to happen. That would make sense. Doesn't happen. Hux is just like, all right, bro, whatever. Kylo goes down there, fights with fucking Matrix Neo, Mark Hamill, (laughs) uh, force projection guy. Somehow, with the wrong lightsaber. The knees. Again, another thing that Kylo never notices wrong lightsaber. I um, think he would notice that. It's yeah, um, a pretty big
1: deal. He fights your him. Uncle trying to kill you in your fucking sleep.
0: And then eventually, you know, after swiping at him once because Luke doesn't move. Again, if you're trying to buy time, why are you just letting him figure it out? Right. Stupid shit like that Ugh. because it, it's a force projection or whatever. And then. <sighs> This is a scene where Kylo realizes, oh, I fucked up. I let them escape because, again, I'm a fucking child. (laughs) I'm a fucking goofy wannabe Sith child. And I fucked up yet again. And Hux also fucked up because he didn't do what he should have and killed them now. Uh, And then where I thought they could have had another cool moment is if you have Hux either consider killing him because all the guns are trained on Kylo and Kylo he they hate each other. They have gotten in each other's way for these entire two movies and they hate each other completely. And they're both young and they're both, you know, they don't think with their brains. They're both idiots that I thought this would have been a perfect moment to really push a new kind of empire that's not maybe Sith based or at least show Kylo that he's not wanted by anybody, you know, right. which could lead to a cool like third you know group dynamic where you have kylo injured or whatever recovers and like decides to do his own thing you know or maybe even gives him an option to go back to the light side where ray gets corrupted in some way or something you know play with that yeah. kind of dichotomy there's so many things they could have done they don't even entertain the notion of hux considering killing him which is not consistent with his character hux has wanted to kill this asshole this entire time, he has wanted yeah. Snoke to do it for him. And then after Snoke gets killed, and he's <laughs> fucking uh, Kylo's like, Oh, Ray did it. <laughs> yeah, Ray killed all these fucking dudes by herself, this untrained fucking girl, <laughs> and killed the fucking all powerful emperor that was force projecting bullshit into our heads. Like, sure, it's I totally like, buy that. Like, oh, really? But Hux, Hux probably wanted to kill him then. Probably wanted to kill him later when he fucking force choked him and threw him around and said, fuck you, I'm the supreme leader or whatever. He had the perfect opportunity to fucking kill him. And he didn't. Kylo Ren would not have stopped that. He could have killed him and then marched on and killed the fucking remaining 15 fucking rebels. Story over. But of course, because nothing is coherent or consistent in this world. (laughs) And then we have Rey just miraculously, again, still untrained, lifting all these fucking boulders. You know, to free the fucking 15 people left and the fucking foxes. (laughs) It's so dumb. (laughs) So they can all load up in the one Millennium Falcon ship and fly away and end the movie. Am I missing anything?
1: I think we pretty much covered it.
0: Oh, and of course, Luke becomes another Jedi ghost guy after straining himself doing this stupid projection thing he disappears even though even though he looks weak at first but then he gets up and he kind of brushes himself off and he just sits there staring at the sunrise and like nodding and then he fades and away i'm like and then poof that again it's like the room where he shoots himself and then he rises in pain it's like so you wore yourself out to the point of death but then you get up and have yourself a little breather and <laughs> and then you die <laughs> like it's just so stupid <laughs> Like, if you're going to shoot
1: yourself in the head, maybe writhe uh, around on the ground first. It's just. <laughs> I disagree.
0: <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> All these things just. Uh, just ruin the potential of this universe and this <sighs> reboot and everything and everything that's been set up. And I'll say it again and again and again. I mean, again, there were cool movies. The fight scene w- with the fucking snow guards was cool, with Kylo and Ray fighting together. The kind of. Some of the ideas they try to think were. Luke struggled with the dark side and considered killing Kylo, but then Kylo misread it and you know fucking went crazy. Even though it was kind of a stupid way, but whatever. Um, yeah. There was dynamics in this movie. The scene, just the feeling of the fucking warp scene, that w- had potential to it. So much of this movie, I felt like this entire movie could have been wrapped up in like the first thirty minutes of a real Star Wars movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's what yeah, I feel. A if lot, lot of this Remove the been casino bullshit. To removed the PETA movie. ad.
0: Removed the fucking two days of floating through space, or at least condensed it to the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Like, all of these things could have been wrapped up. And this movie really didn't bring anything new to the universe. It, uh, In fact, it kind of backtrod a few s- steps and removed things that we wanted to add to the universe, like Snoke. <laughs> like, just.
1: Yeah, and, but instead we were more focused on adding something that we really didn't need.
0: Oh, and then at the end, fucking
1: poor. As they're
0: flying away in the Millennium Falcon, they have the awkward uh, kind of like jealousy moment with Rey, which I think again emphasizes, oh, she might be going to the dark side, and her jealousy of fucking Finn and fucking Rose Ugh. of all the we'll people push to be jealous of fuck off it's just so stupid and like you know, i saw they were trying to push that and i was just ugh. and then they confirmed that fucking luke is a fucking dead ghost even leia goes i don't feel him anymore or whatever just so stupid Ah, so awful um it, it just and, hurts all the way down and then the very final scene we see the kid again 15 oh. fucking rebels none of your fucking republic allies responded And you think for some reason this, you escaping is going to spark a new. They're going to finance you buying all these new ships and doing all these new things to fight this fucking, like, terrorist empire. Like, go fuck yourselves. (laughs)
1: Like, Uh, like, was this a long, protracted, like, story about how we got to put more than three people in the Millennium Falcon? Because that's what this feels like.
0: It's basically what it is, yeah. (laughs) And, um,. Then at the very end, it goes back to the kids at the casino, the slave kids, which again, their lives are fucked up now because, oh, we released the horses and it's kind of their fault. And so. Oh, now, I'm sure the kids got get, beat. Now they're getting the shit beat out of them. Yeah. But the one who walks out to go sweep the fucking hay or whatever from nothing, <laughs> from yeah. the fucking dirt, uh, pulls the broom to him with the force. Suggesting that some of these kids are force sensitive or whatever, Ooh. and he's wearing a rebellion ring or whatever, so that suggests that he's going to, you know, be a recruit in the far future and probably lining up Ryan Johnson's fucking trilogy that he's going to film based on this fucking kid who can fucking pull a broom with his fu- the fucking force and because Star Wars is in love with fucking slaves who had the force.
1: <laughs> it's so stupid. It it's really so is. It's so fucking stupid. It's
0: extremely stupid. And uh, I can't say enough how disappointed I was walking out of this movie because again, not a huge Star Wars fan, but I like it. I enjoy it a lot. It's yeah. a big part of our culture. It's super iconic, it's super enjoyable. Like I didn't have the fucking Darth Vader thing spoiled for me before I watched it as a kid. So that was like the big moment and I got to experience it firsthand And like even the prequels had redeeming qualities you know to them that, and that, yeah. if, if nothing else, they are at least coherent for the most part. <laughs> there was at least a thread you could follow and significant events happened in all of the movies, this movie, nothing happens. And it's three hours long.
1: Ah, We're trying to catch real human behavior (laughs) in this movie, (laughs) even though we're using aliens. About to have real top of mountain time.
0: (laughs) It was so bad. I was, I can't believe how disappointed I am. And I, I, granted, I did have high expectations, but I think even if I lowered my expectations, I would not have enjoyed this movie very much. And I would have just picked it apart.
1: <laughs> A movie about the worst movie ever made is better <laughs> and more enjoyable than this movie. How is that possible?
0: It's so bad. And I'm I'm sure that uh, again it's divisive on the internet. I think mostly because fanboy nostalgia and all hail Disney people are out there and just don't want to hear anything other than you know right. Uh,
1: But I their bread and butter. I guess I think
0: this movie crushed everything good they did with the Force Awakens and with Rogue One and all the good vibes and feeling and press that they had built up with those two movies. Yeah, returning uh, you know Star Wars to prominence and then this movie. Which was expected to be the next Empire Strikes Back, and was kind of hyped that way. Ended up not even getting close, not even close. Um, I
1: this movie isn't even like ten percent of what Empire Strikes Back was.
0: The thing is, it's so bad that it takes away the good from the universe and other movies. That's when a movie is truly bad, and oh. in a cinematic world. That is when you have committed the ultimate sin. When your movie not only sucks as a standalone film and is riddled with plot holes, but it damages future and past movies. And that's the biggest criticism with prequel stuff. Yeah. They were coherent at least, but they didn't they damaged the legacy of Star Wars and they damaged, you know, the kind of past you know rhetoric and canon and stuff you know in significant ways added some good things did a lot of bad things you know i think i don't think anybody would disagree with that you know this movie did that same sin, committed that same sin. And I think anybody who thinks this movie is any better than the prequels is completely, <laughs> g- completely lying to themselves. I, I never and thought I'd like have to total force someone to watch the
1: prequels before.
0: And total fanboy denial. <laughs> like oh. It's so hard, man. And it's, again, I like Star Wars, but there's just nothing redeeming about the plot in this movie, about the structure, about the scenes, about the fucking side quests. This Here. movie is Swiss cheese from beginning to end. H-
1: here's this. Here's the one thing that can be redeemed about this movie. You now have an excuse whenever you look at a Star Wars comic to say the word
0: "fucking nerds." <laughs> now I'm justified. Uh, yes. <laughs> and this new canon, I could say it with the old canon, but now I can say it with the new canon. Oh. But, yeah, it sucks because there's just so many questions that people have and so many things that people were hoping would be answered or at least alluded to. Oh, yeah. Nothing's even alluded to in this movie. This movie happens in the span of two days. Yeah. And half the cast isn't even present for the, the fucking shit that matters. <laughs> they compress it's- the movie
1: so much that. Things that should have been in the movie were shat right out.
0: So uh, let's oh. let's see if we can come up with some good things. Obviously actors. The actors that play be- Ray be- and Finn and Poe and Leia and you know, Luke, obviously. These are people who know and, how to act. Um uh, Snoke, I forget, I keep forgetting his Andy name. Andy Circus. Andy Circus, thank you. Um they all played great. Um even the guy who plays Kylo, I think he's goofy looking, but he plays the role well. He, yeah, he does what he the script kn- is designed to make him do. Yeah, um, he
1: so he knows how to play the character, plays even the character if he does well. look a bit goofy.
0: Yes, <laughs> um, but Hux was awful. Rose was possibly the worst character in the Star Wars universe. Oh, um, all the fucking Benicia Del Toro was awful, both in performance and in character. Um. All the bullshit at the casino, just uh, so bad. So, like, every positive I can come up with is surrounded by things that make it a negative. (laughs) Like the fight scene with the fucking Sith Guard guys, you know? Um, None of that makes sense. You have two wannabe Sith Lord and a Force user that's not been trained at all (laughs) Uh, taking on these elite fucking Sith Guards and killing fucking Snoke, even though they didn't really do anything. And Snoke just, like, let himself die.
1: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He literally sat there and took it.
0: And the most bitch-ass performance by any supervillain ever. Uh, Captain Phasma, once again, is worthless. Um, Mm.
1: All style, no substance. uh,
0: Exactly. Um, Like other characters we know from the Star Wars universe. Um, To say the least. Oh, my God. Yeah, the stupid inconsistencies all throughout the movies, the plot holes. You had the Luke and the fucking horrible forced humor all throughout this movie you know you had a handful of moments that i thought were genuinely kind of cute and funny like the pork thing where chewbacca cooked the fucking porg and had it on a stick and then the other one was looking at it i thought that was cute silly but cute that was like the disney humor i expect right but then the rest of it was just so bad that i wasn't even sure they were trying to be funny oh like the, with the fucking nipple things and the fucking ugh. god just it just. It, it, it seems like that drinking throw everything in question. Dinosaur milk thing, oh, so cringeworthy all through this movie. It's practically drinking it straight from the teat. And I, you're gonna see this movie. Let's face it, Star Wars, and there's still one more ma- main line one left. You're gonna see these movies, just like you saw the prequels, as much as people like to deny it. Yeah, you're gonna watch these movies. You're gonna spend your money on them. I would recommend that you don't see it in theaters. Don't waste your money. Try to avoid spoilers if you can because after about a month it's going to fade out of existence and nobody's going to remember it. Um certainly a thumbs down for me and I really hope Brian Johnson doesn't touch another Star Wars movie. I know they got him a trilogy. I hope they drop him cuz he clearly d- either he doesn't have the w- the fucking resolve to do the right thing in editing and post um and completely missed huge fucking plot threads that <laughs> were probably from cuts and he just and reshoots, and he forgot to change it, um, which just shows me he's a complete amateur. Um, Somehow, at this point, he's and still it sucks because I like I love Looper. But yeah, granted, Looper was a very small scale film, but like it's that was a movie that worked. He, he has good credits to his name, but he just he didn't even get close to nailing this one. Not even close. Not even the same zip code, man. Mm-mm. Um. Yeah, I mean, I let's hope for something better from the next movie and hopefully we get some kind of explanation for all the mysteries we have and hopefully we get something that kind of tries to redeem some of the nonsense that was happening in this movie and hopefully Rose dies in the first scene <laughs> because Rose sucks. Rose needs to go. She is Just bad. Straight up. The, the writing for her was bad, the acting wasn't great and I feel like that's probably on the director too <laughs> and... There's nothing about her character. The whole like Ray looking at Finn with jealousy thing. It's just all of that. Just stupid. Just dumb. <laughs> Not resolving the fucking dead fucking actress. <laughs> yes. Uh, but Again. killing the two people that are still alive in these two movies. It's just so many plot threads just fucking in the wind, burning. The ideas are just gone. Oh. Uh, hopefully, J.J. Abrams can save this franchise. Um, Let's hope. I'm trying to think of other positives. I mean, there's always the nostalgia factor. The actors, the fight scene, warp scene was cool, if stupid. (laughs) Uh, I thought the whole, like, Luke stand at the final stand at the end was cool, but then they kind of ruined it with it being a fucking fucking projection, and he's just fucking sitting on the stupid island still. (laughs) After all this time, he's still sitting on the fucking island. They even show his fucking X-Wing in the water. Yeah. So you know he can just get in the X-Wing and fly somewhere. No, he's going to stay on the island and be an old lazy fuck. know, <laughs> you wouldn't have I'm to wear to yourself out if you just... P- another one of me? Just showed up. <laughs> That's just stupid, man. Uh, it's Just so much bad in this movie. And the Kylo Ren stuff, like... And the Hux. Hux was awful. Oh, Rose was bad, but Hux was also bad. It's... It's just bad all around. So, two thumbs way down. One of the worst Star Wars movies, in my opinion. I think it's just as bad as the prequels, and I think it has fewer redeeming moments because it's so long, but covers a time that is so short. So, this movie is almost three hours long, and yet covers such a short, meaningless time span and completely backtracks and ignores all the shit that happened in Force Awakens. And all the good foundation they had, and I feel like this is Ryan Johnson writing a really bad fanfic, or whoever wrote it, <laughs> writing a really bad fanfic and filming it. And I think reshoots probably hurt it, but I think overall it falls on Ryan Johnson and this writing staff, because the actors, br- with the exception of Hawks, <laughs> brought their A game and like just did yeah. not did not land any of it.
1: It's unfortunate. They had a lot of talent going into this one, and. Whoever wrote this needs to be fired. And by that, I don't mean to have their position within the company terminated. I mean not set on fire. <laughs> this person. It's pretty extreme. Uh, the, yeah. So is forcing me to watch one of my childhood heroes drink milk from this weird creature at about dick level.
0: I feel the worst for Mark Hamill. Oh. Of all the people, like Carrie Fisher, she had the dumb scene where she floated in space or whatever Is her last fucking movie. Uh, okay, you know, but she still was like the leader and everything, and up until the end, even though they should have killed her <laughs> or done something to get her out of the way. Yeah. Uh, but Luke did not deserve this. Not Mark Hamill iota. did not deserve this at all, and it's just as cringe-worthy to me as the Han scene. Like, there's fan theories going on around there that like... They were going to make it so the Han death was like Han did it to himself so that Kylo couldn't do it. Yeah. Like he did it to himself before Kylo could so he couldn't cross over. And I thought they were kind of hinting at that when he refused to fire the torpedo at the command bridge and the two other TIE fighters did it instead to kill his mom. Yeah. Um, that's what I thought. And then they completely didn't. They completely owned it. Yep, I killed Han. Yeah, yeah, it was just as stupid as you think it was. He walked out on this big stupid bridge over this giant gaping hole. Cause you can't have a Star Wars movie without somebody falling into a giant gaping hole. Um,
1: Chronologically, <laughs> weirdly, it's we, um, we love Darth to... Maul that starts that trend.
0: <laughs> Chronologically, yes. Yeah. Uh, movie wise, what the Emperor? Yeah. The Emperor, <laughs> yeah. <It's> the emperor <laughs> and then like,
1: oh wait. We we have well, to do something with this guy.
0: Um, was it Boba Fett? I guess. Oh he, yeah, Sarlacc pit. I guess he's technically the first one to fall into a big hole. <laughs> yeah.
1: No Another love character, for
0: that guy. all style, no substance in the movies. Oh, people are like oh, in the canon, he's cool. Uh, yeah, fuck you. Fuck the canon. Yeah, we're talking about the movies, the like, things that matter. Yeah, the,
1: in Star Wars. The movies are primary;
0: everything else is secondary. Like, I like the Witcher comic books, but I don't look at to the Witcher comic books as being the canon. I look to the books and the video game that brought my interest into the books. Right, that's about it. (laughs) It's like uh, Lord of the Rings. I don't, you know, look at a fucking Lord of the Rings comic as the canon for Lord of the Rings. You You know, read the fucking books. Read the fucking books. Yeah, (laughs) read a book. Oh, so yeah. Sucks because this is George Lucas free. George, his his hands are free of this. It isn't his fault this time. We yeah, have I'm nobody sure. to blame but Ryan Johnson, Disney, and th- that writing staff. I'm sure he's sitting back and laughing right now. Really sucks. Uh, this has been a really long review, but again, we had let's see here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight pages of news or eight pages of notes that I took after this movie. About plot holes because I knew there's so many. There's no way I, w- I would be able to remember them all, and that's a reflection of a bad movie. Yeah, and I'm sh- you know, God. like we said, Disney has a sorted history with reviewers and stuff. So, you know, be tentative. You know, we're not going to any free pre-screening, so we have nothing to worry about. But yeah, this movie's not good, not good at all. Not D- even anything you wanted to tell folks or add on there? Oh, <sighs> uh, I thought yeah. of one more stupid scene where uh, Luke is in the Millennium Falcon, remembering Han or whatever. R2-D2 is right next to him, but he doesn't notice. He doesn't notice until R2-D2 goes, beep, beep.
1: I almost forgot about that scene.
0: He's a fucking Jedi master, and he can't see a big blue robot that he spent half his life with right next to him. He's gotten old. So dumb. These
1: are the results of getting old.
0: See, <laughs> the more we talk about it, the more I think about it, the more stuff I'm digging out of my fucking memory banks that I just tried to delete to try to make this movie better because I wanted it to be good, and it just didn't.
1: Everyone wanted it to be good. It wouldn't and that, be good. That is at the core of this whole thing, going all the way back to what happened with uh, Rotten Tomatoes there was a passion in going out of your way to fake accounts so that you can warn people away away from this movie. Um, When it came to this movie, this movie was, to its detriment in this case, uh, very much laden with expectation. And we are now seeing the results of what happens to movies or s- directors when the pressure is too much
0: yeah i i don't you probably i don't know if you agree with this i think this is the worst movie i've seen this year hands down Easily. the worst worst movie i've seen like i had some criticisms of like guardians of the galaxy and some criticisms of Thor ragnarok but at the end i still had fun it was still an, a, a decent movie yeah it it, as far as marvel goes i didn't yeah yeah, i would say it's kind of a bad movie but with the systematic world that marvel built it didn't like clash with anything really right it was just kind of goofy and stupid and you know throw away stories you know this one actually hurts the franchise and that's a cardinal sin i can't take especially when you built so much goodwill with force awakens and rogue one it's so disappointing and such a letdown. And, this is um, the
1: third movie into their newest slate of Star Wars movies and already on the third one we kind of shat the bed.
0: Yeah. It <sighs> it's it's a bummer for sure. So uh, fingers crossed they JJ <laughs> J. Abrams can fucking pull this out of the fucking muck and save this franchise before yeah, let's it see cuz Disney may have just ruined their $4 billion investment. Uh, I'm sure they made their money back by now, but you know that I don't see it being too much more profitable if they ruin the next one.
1: Yeah, uh, no, uh, not at all. You know, these, And we have a Han Solo movie You're not going mean, to
0: be able to count on the nostalgia of Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford for much longer. So yeah, uh, I think just to wrap this movie up, it's bad. Don't see it. Don't uh, do it. I mean, you're going to. We can't stop you. You're probably going to see it you want to talk about it and but, you want to watch our spoiler cast <laughs> but don't do it <laughs> but don't do it <laughs> um sucks for the future hurts the past overall bad movie just awful yeah and this movie deserves all the flack it's getting in my opinion and mark hamill did not deserve this fuck you disney fuck you lucas arts or whatever you are now lucas films um you have, deserved better you really shit the bucket. Like, yeah. it, this cast did not deserve this movie. It was so bad.
1: You, you, you um, guys shit the bed. Clean it up. That's all I'm asking. God.
0: <laughs> to me, this is a bad fan fiction made with a really big budget. Yeah. Which is, a lot of times, my criticisms of the new like Snyderverse WB films. This one didn't have awful CG throughout the entire thing, but it did everything else that I hate about those movies worse. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah
1: yeah it did two thumbs down
0: uh thanks for sticking with us and listening to our review and spoiler cast i hope you enjoyed it nonetheless and if you have some key good moments that you'd like to remind us of please put them in the comments them at us talk to us on facebook let us know because i'm i'm hoping there's some things i forgot because i i feel like i felt better at the end of this film than like the film itself sustains (laughs) sustains <laughs> you know yeah like the Luke moment at the end was cool until a point the fight scene at the you know between Kylo and Ray was cool to a point the warp scene was cool to a point but then everything else was just a wash in the first hour and a half of this movie is just n- worthless yeah so there,
1: there's a lot of uh there, there's a lot of things that look really cool but are really dumb if you really think about it.
0: Yeah. So thank you once again for sticking with us. Remember, you can check th- all of this content out on our website at htbvids.com, htbvids.com. Um We got buttons that link to our Stitcher channel, our iTunes channel, and our YouTube channel. Uh, we got active written posts on there. We're still trying to catch up with all the content. Once we get caught up, it'll be pretty regular, but we got our covers of the week. We got our weekly Hit the Books podcast where we talk about the newest comic releases and comic book news and uh, tell you what comics to read and what covers are great and all that jazz. Um, That sounds like a good time. Be sure to stick around for more content. Check out our instructional videos. Talk to us on Twitter and Facebook and uh, let us know if you got some constructive criticisms or uh, any compliments you want to send our way. Really appreciate you listening. I've been your host, Chris Holcomb.
1: And I'm Emory Saunders. And
0: we'll see you next time. Bye! Merry Christmas.
1: <laughs> Fuck this movie. <laughs> oh my God. This movie can fucking die.
0: Lana! <laughs> what? Danger <zone>. sound. <laughs> <laughs>